It is that time of the week, folks. Everyone's favorite time of the week. My name is Cage DiPaolo, joined solo. I am here for episode 25 of the First in 10 podcast. Hopefully everyone's doing well. Fortunately, Michael and Tyler couldn't make it today, but you've got me, folks. What? Now let's get on with the show. What's the point of this, Cage? <laughs> what, like, what's the joke here that, that I'm not getting? Because I see the look Ooh. on your face that you think this is hilarious. You think this is, like, the funniest thing that's ever happened. Ooh. I just, I hate you Thank guys. You, get off yeah, the but, stage. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, oh, fine. Man, I'll get off the stage. Dude, this whole, this whole NFL season has just been YouTube bullying me. Well, because I made you do it to yourself. Yeah. I made my retirement joke the first episode of the season and every and we've week been waiting every ever week you guys are official. <laughs> you guys are just trying to just can me off the goddamn show. Yes. Correct. Well fine, since I can't do this solo, how are you doing, Tyler? Uh oh like I've been better, I've been worse, you know, we're here and we're living. Michael, how are you? I'm doing good, but I'm sad that I can't see Tyler's beautiful face right now. Oh, I'm, I appreciate I'm, you saying that. I shaved back yesterday, at school. dude. Nah, I am looking pretty good. Yeah, that is unfortunate. Oh, wait. Oh, Cage is doing some next-level plays here. Oh, never mind. Oh. I tried to put on a webcam for those a little behind the curtain so Michael could see Tyler. Unfortunately, it didn't work didn't out. Work. But Not working. we are here. Michael is back at school, unfortunately. Oh, wait. I can but see you is... guys now. Oh! Oh, oh now oh, Michael can see us. We did Michael it. Can see Again, oh. I'm throwing it a little, a little behind the scenes. Yeah, put right. up a webcam yeah, now. Right. Now Michael can see our beautiful faces. And only Michael, none of you. Yeah. No, none Orbs of you. Guys. is great, guys. <laughs> it's yeah. definitely fortunately. I'm really glad that they can't see us. I'm kind of glad would be we keep it a mystery. Yeah. If this was I a like video that. podcast. I don't think anybody would watch us. Oh, absolutely. They would just not. see like Tyler eating some kind of food in Stromboli, the background. Stromboli. Yeah. They would yeah. see like three sloppy ass men just <laughs> sitting like in a basement together. They, they would find they would find it really rude that Cage only records in the nude. Uh, oh, that would dude. take a while. To I'm actually on. not gonna lie. I was partly going to just not wear a shirt just to see if you would bring it up in the podcast. Oh, I would. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I'm wearing clothes, and you still brought that joke up. Regardless. <laughs> what if I, I didn't wear a shirt as a joke, guys? <laughs> All right, <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Listen, can we stick to football and not bullying? Aren't we I'll try. To I'll try. But Let's segue to, toward football, Cage. All right, fine. Well, I can talk about football, and I can talk about how I am still undefeated in fantasy. Just because you have Pat Mahomes and nobody else. But I'm team. not. It, and that's going to run out. Like, you can't rely on Patrick Mahomes to get your 40 points every You week. probably oh, can, actually. Yeah, like, As I someone who had Lions, him last year, you can't, unfortunately. I'm, I'm already, like, Lions, packing in my season. 40. Yeah, I think that's another forty. Uh, no, I'm I'm at one and two, but I'm ready to I'm I'm really ready to turn around. You know, we've had a couple strong weeks, and I think I think we're good to go. Dan starting out this week against me with a good minus one from that Green Bay defense. So I'm, yeah, I'm at two and one, and we have the Alshon Jeffrey scandal going on. Our, Big Alshon Jeffrey scandal. Big. Because I, I picked him off of IR a day early because yeah, his owner had early. said that he didn't want him. Hey, whoa, we didn't say that. Hey, he said he might not pick him up. And he didn't, words. which Look, signifies he didn't want him. This has all been hashed out in the group chat. and I, the, the council of our fantasy football league has determined if what you need to know is I'm in first and Michael and Tyler aren't in first. And Matty Ice is in last. Hey, he's tied with Jordan. I think Jordan's technically No, Jordan has a win. Matt doesn't. Oh, no way. Matt is 0-3. Who did Jordan? Oh, That's Jordan beat me. You. Jordan Son of a beat bitch. you. Son of a bitch. You are the reason that Jordan <laughs> is above yeah, Matt. Tyler takes off the headset, that, walks away. Yeah, this, <laughs> this takes a is tough times, people. I gotta Tyler, be immediately the facial recognition of him being like, who did Jordan beat? Into, oh shit, it was me. Oh, damn it. I forgot about that. Yeah, Guys, so. In, in other news, I feel like an absolute oh, clown for starting the Packers defense. Um, my DraftKings oh, yeah. thing. Oh, yeah, that was... Not... Honestly, I see why you would have done it. You know, a beat-up Eagles team on the road on Thursday night. But 
They looked really good. Yeah, my, those Philly I, Eagles. I, I had the Packers defense and Sony Michelle both starting, right? And then he, right before the game started, I took out Sony Michelle, threw in Miles Sanders, and okay. I was about to put in the Texans defense, and then it locked on me. Oof. That, oh, that's that that's sucks. tough. I but Miles that. Sanders had like tough. nine points. No, he played well. No, he Miles did Sanders decent. Did well. Not as well as Jordan Howard, though. How about that? That's something I actually would like to talk about. I'm really mad about that, actually, because like as soon as I took a chance on Miles Sanders, they decided to go with the better running back (laughs) to start. The the first time we've ever seen Jordan Howard do anything in his Eagles uniform, I think. Well, weren't they receiving touchdowns, too? He had one receiving touchdown. Yeah, one of them was, yeah. Two very short rushing touchdowns. Talk about a Jordan Howard coming out tour. I mean, against one of his former division rivals, too. I guess this would be the game that he decides to I do think this is a telltale sign the Packers are going to have a lot of trouble against the run this year. As good, their defense has looked really good rushing the passer and playing against the pass in, in their defensive secondary but we saw them really struggle to stop the run uh, on Thursday no I, I definitely agree with that and it seems like it's been a not a not a trend I mean they've had fortunate first few games but you look at week two Dalvin Cook tore them apart but no I definitely agree the Packers run defense Phil Lindsay tore them up Phil in a game oh, that, that the Broncos the other, lost yeah. handily I forgot about that yeah game the Broncos lost handily yeah, Philip Lindsay. I put him on my bench that week, sticking with fantasy. Terrible. I should start Philip. I just Lindsay. traded him to Michael, actually. Really? Yes. M- Michael has him now, which I'm still. My only regret is I didn't wait longer to trade him because his stock is very high. Dude, now. this is. I am in first place in three out of my four fantasy leagues. This don't year. Let, don't let it get get to your head. Kid. I can't, dude. It's don't, it's, don't let it's, it's a tough. Head, it's a tough. It's an early. It's an early beginning. The yeah, season just begun. All that means you're not getting waiver wire priority. Oh no, it doesn't. But I don't need waiver wire priority. Uh, well, all right. I have Patrick Mahomes. Well, he you know, actually, you're right. You don't need waiver wire priority when people like Michael are just going to scoop up Alshon Jeffrey anyway against the rules. But I digress, the, gentlemen. This is, this is a real football po- podcast. We, you know, we, we don't need to. Which we, is why, hey, I agree with you. And you know what? When we're talking about injuries and backups, I think it's a good time to get into our roundtable discussion. I, I'm on fire with the segues, people. Can we actually acknowledge that for a second? That, that's twice now. I have gotten us to the next segment pretty cleanly, I want to say, actually. Yeah, I, I just, Michael, actually, funny enough, Tyler, just told me his uh, Discord just crashed. So we will be going on without Michael. I was wondering why we weren't hearing, hearing Michael. Michael. But that's fine, Tyler. Talk to you. I didn't mean to ruin your train of thought. Tell me. Backups. Quarterback. So, here we are, and I just think it's very interesting because when you think of the most important position on the field, what is it, Cage? It's uh, the quarterback, okay. obviously. Um, quarterback has always been the most important position. I would say, you know, you've got positions like... Positions in the NFL, I almost feel like are tiers. Like, the quarterback is, like, your top tier. And it's by itself. By itself. No, no. But then, like, after well, that, yeah. you have, like, pass rushers, left tackle, cornerbacks. Right. Oh, like no, stuff I like that. that. Like no, big yeah. key positional pieces. No, uh, kickers oh, if yeah. you're me. Okay, um, I see. Big and kicker th- guy this, here. This is where you and I, I think, are going <laughs> to diverge on our paths. But anyway, I, I all positions are important in the NFL, but the quarterback is the pinnacle of that importance. And we have all these teams starting back at quarterbacks right now, and a few of them are doing really well, Kidge. Yeah, no, there's a few. I mean, there's a few of them that I'm still a little suspect on. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I started, I'm not ready to overreact to someone like Kyle Allen of the Panthers. He had one really, really good game, but that's about all we've seen from him, isn't it? Yeah, no, that that is just about... I mean, he did play... I actually, funny enough, I didn't realize he played... He had one other start. He had one other start, and I didn't realize that, because someone like tweeted Kyle Allen is 2-0, and and I was like looking at it, and I, I sat there, and I was like, how? He's played one game, and then I looked into it, and he played Week 17 last week. Or last year. Oh, that's right. I've but it was against the Saints. Cam was sat. And, yeah. You know, the Saints sat their starters. But I guess it was against some Saints starters, but they sat most yeah, of their starters. It, it, it probably didn't matter too much. 
But in the one real game he played, he didn't look too half bad. Against an Arizona team that, to this point, hasn't looked awful. No, no. I think, I mean, are they, is Kyle Allen and Minshew from Washington State? Well, uh, no, what not Kyle it? Allen. It's, it's Minshew and Luke Falk. Luke Falk, are that's each they from are. Washington so, State. No, I think Kyle Allen is too. I don't believe you. On I that. think Kyle Allen. Can we do some quick on the fly research on this? Because gonna, I don't think we have I'm three do starting quarterbacks from Washington. You tell State right you now. talk to me more. Talk to me about I Luke will. Falk. I will. Well, yeah. Luke Falk has looked downright disastrous, unfortunately, for him. And I don't think it's totally his fault. He's now he was never meant to play in the NFL. No. He was, well, he was meant to be a practice he was, squad. He was a fifth round career backup quarterback. But especially now, the team he's been put on with this Jets team is just very, very lacking in talent. At wide receiver, Jameson Crowder and Robbie Anderson aren't bad if you have a better quarterback, like a Sam Darnold, maybe, like they were planning. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is a very good player. There's no dispute in that. Their defense isn't very good. They have some nice pieces. Uh, C.J. Mosley has unfortunately been injured for them. Jamal Adams. They have uh, they have Leonard Williams and Quentin Williams, their, their, their draft pick. Uh, on on the defensive line, but their offensive line has really been hurting, and it's just a really bad spot to put a uh, a guy like Luke Falk in, just and toss him into start. Well, and I think one of the key things is quickly just before, since we probably won't go back to it. Uh, Kylon, I was incorrect. He was from he went to like Texas A and M and then transferred to Houston. Okay. So nah, I don't know why I thought he was hey, from okay. Washington it State, happens. but it's it Luke happens. Falk is. Luke Falk is. The thing is with this situation, which I think it makes it honestly the worst out of all of these that we're kind of talking about is the fact that Luke Falk wasn't even the backup. He was the right. third stringer. Right. Like, this dude really, and no disrespect to him, I get it. It's oh, tough, no, no. But he was not meant to be thrown into, at least not yet. Like, by no extensive purposes does he have when you're When your starting quarterback is a young first-round pick like Sam Donald, you never expect your third stringer Luke Falk to be starting games. No, you. especially because when your first stringer decided to kiss somebody, yeah, which still... So, congrats out, congrats on making out. Congrats on making out. We can't, still the we can't say this enough to you, Sam. Like, no, really no, happy for you. Very much. This is a joke that will never get old to me. Me. I don't care how no, sick it's hilarious. All of you are of it. <laughs> I'm happy for Sam. We're doing this for us. For us, yeah. But no, so Sam Darnold's out. Miles Garrett killed Trevor Simeon's yeah, leg. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was a little rough. Um, and now we have Luke Falk, and this is, I think, complete contrast of Kyle Allen because when you look at what you have in Kyle Allen, and yes, it is such a small sample size. But with the way that Cam Newton's injury has at least seemed to be reported in the media, you can't imagine that if Kyle Allen plays really, really well, and I'm not saying he will, but if I, he does... I personally does, don't think he will. I just, I can't imagine it. He was making throws against that Arizona game, what, throws we right. have not seen Newton make in over a year. Right. Because this team, and I was listening to a radio segment on the news, uh, on, on the news, on the radio... Uh, and they were saying how they think the the Panthers have one of the worst medical staff on the team. Oh, they must. The oh, league. my God. Yeah. How are they letting this happen? Yeah. Like, how are the, they the, just this is not a for see? It's been going on since three seasons now where Newton has almost never been 100%. They're just literally letting this dude go out there. Injured. Yeah, yeah, you don't even need those headphones. Yeah, Get I those headphones out of the way, Tyler. My whole head. And go. it's just really unfortunate for Newton, first of all. But I think this is an opportunity for Allen. And again, I'm not saying I think it will happen. Right. But I think this is one of the most interesting scenarios out of, out oh, of I think all of these teams Because in he's the still league. out of nowhere. He's out of nowhere. And I think he's the only quarterback out of this list where he could legitimately, if he played well enough. And I'm saying well enough where the, the Panthers are all of a sudden in like a playoff contention spot. Like that is not what I think he would need to be able to play. 
I think you strongly consider at that point maybe riding with the younger. Well, guy. if that happens, then I think you, you might have to. Consider. But I think and it is interesting because they did draft Will Greer. I think in the third yeah, round of this year's draft, he hasn't played but, very. Oh well no, at all no, yeah, I guess seen. he hasn't. He hasn't looked very but, good. But I mean, I guess. But what I'm saying out of all of these, and you know, the quarterbacks we want to be talking about: Jacoby Brissett, Gardner Minshew, Kyle Allen, Mason Rudolph, Luke Falk, Teddy Bridgewater. I don't see any of these quarterbacks as being. You know, people that if they play right now well enough in this season, the starting quarterback before isn't getting back on the field. You know, maybe oh, well, you could argue with Brissett Br- is the starting quarterback. That's what I'm now. saying. Yeah, Brissett is, is the starting quarterback. But you know, all right. Besides Brissett, everybody else. Uh, I think know, I think if Minshew plays really well, he'll be a starter somewhere else. I agree. I think he'll him. get traded maybe in the offseason or something. Almost like what happened with Nick Foles. Yeah, in in Philly. And, and I think Minshew. I guess is we can kind of start talking about him a little bit. He's been having, uh, you know, we're big Minshew fans. Huge too. Minshew fans. Minshewvania run through Tyler and my blood. Yes. 100%. 100%. I think it's impossible. I wouldn't say impossible. Very tough for Minshew to ever stay a starting position in Jacksonville. Well, they're paying Nick Foles so much money. They couldn't. Yeah. That it, it's just that they can't, they legitimately cannot just bench him. Yeah. Like, Minshew could win out, and I don't think they could be- they no, could, right, they, they exactly. bench Foles just because of how much they're paying it. No, like right. They- and, and I mean, it was only two series against a bad Chiefs defense, but Foles did look pretty good week one before he got hurt. Again, that's such a small sample size. Such a but small sample size. If we're talking size. about small sample size, I mean, we've seen Nick Foles win a Super Bowl. What if, We've seen Gardner Minshew play, I think, three games at this point. Yeah, but... Gardner Minshew has the swag. I mean, we've never seen Nick Foles dance and sing in a no, locker room in just I've, a jock I've never before. seen any any sort of, like, admirable facial hair on Nick Foles. Sometimes you get, you get that weird beard that I personally have never been a fan of with Nick Foles. I do have some bad news about Gardner Minshew, though. And what's that? So I think a couple episodes ago, we we broke the news that his father, you know, Gardner Min, Gardner Flint Minshew II. Mm-hmm. But we broke the news that his father isn't Gardner. No, right. He's, he's not Gardner the first. He is. What? His legal birth certificate name is Gardner Flint Minshew the first, but when he named his son, he didn't want them to have the same name, so he now only goes by Flint Minshew. Okay. So it is a little sad. It's you know, a little sad, but it's a it, little sad. It still it, might be better that he has a son go by second as opposed to junior. No, no. Oh, second is way better than junior. I completely agree. Uh, big respect to anybody but who does that. It was just like the fact that at thir- first we thought that these parents just threw the second on there. We're just like, you know what? Let's make him the second. It was so it, funny. It, it was better. It, it was, was better. a little better. And it's a little disappointing. I'm, it, yeah. With that being said, that's why I think the Jaguars are only going to win by three and not 100 this week. Because now we know that Gardner I, is in the second. I mean, I'm excited to get to that game because I actually, I think I disagree with you on that. But that is for a Oh, I didn't time. know who they were playing. I'm not going to lie. I was just being bald. Oh, oh, we I, can get back to yeah, that we'll, later. We'll go back to that. We'll but, go back uh, to that later. One of these back quarterbacks that I really like is Jacoby Brissett. What a difference he how do you remember the last time Andrew Luck when, when he was hurt and, and Jacoby Brissett had to step up and start? Do you remember how bad he and that team looked? And I give all the credit to Frank Reich. I think Frank Reich is an unbelievably good coach. He must be. Just because when you look at what this team was before Frank Reich got there, when they had to start Jacoby Brissett, that team went like three and thirteen. They were terrible. Jacoby Brissett didn't look good, and I get he's older, he has more experience in the system. But Frank Reich, I just he, he you it, I'm sorry, I can't talk no, about No, no, I can't. It's undeniable, his impact. And I think he's arguably one of the most underrated coaches. I mean, he should. He was in contention for Coach of the Year I, last he year. He might have even deserved it last he, year. Yeah, he, he's been doing a phenomenal job for what he's been putting around the Colts. And, and it isn't just Frank Wright, and it isn't just Jacoby Brissett. No, Quentin no, Nelson right. is a stud. I watched, there, there like, some play against better. the Falcons yeah. last week, and Quentin Nelson is just a big dude, like, 
bodies people right. like a pure talent offensive right. line now which we didn't see Jacoby Brissett have pl- have the first well, time he was on the, the field. That was the biggest thing the Colts were missing all those years of the Andrew Luck is they never protected him or, and, and that's a big reason why he had to They retire. also never had a run game. I mean right. since Andrew Luck's been in the league they've had Trent Richardson. <laughs> they had, you know, they had uh, they had an old Frank Gore who a Frank Gore isn't bad. Yeah, they they didn't have solid run games and Marlon Mack is a stud. He's I a said good player. I said it I think in my Monday morning mayhem this mayhem, Thank sorry, you. you're Thank welcome. You. I, I, this I was, week, yeah, uh, I said that Marlon Mack looked better than Devonta Freeman. Like he he's been playing really well, and you know, credit to the line, credit to the fact that Jacoby Brissett is able to make these defenses respect the pass game, which I don't think many defenses were going to with Brissett. No, no at the helm, right, right. But he is playing really well, and I th- I'm excited now to see them and the Texans compete for this division. Right. No, I agree, and I still think. You can't throw out the Jaguars or the Titans in that division. As bad as the Titans have looked so far, I still think that division is, is a four-team race race. I'm being honest, Tyler. I'm throwing the Titans out. I'm, I'm not yet. Them out. In a few weeks, maybe. In Mariota weeks, maybe. is not competing. He can maybe, we'll see. maybe compete for the sixth seed if that Titans defense can carry this team. But Mariota just looks lost. Mariota does not look like a starting NFL quarterback no, right now. And no. I don't think the offense around him is very good. He's really lacking at receiver. I think uh, Corey Davis is a nice receiver. He was, I don't think he's a number one. He was a number five, top five overall Oh, I know pick. he was. I know he was. You know how many career touchdowns he has in 36 games? How many? Four. Yes. Yeah, that is not good. No, definitely is not For good. For a top five pick. Right. And I do think you see that a lot where every single time you see like three or four receivers go in the top, in the top 20. I think Maybe two of them will be good. You'll always have a bust or two in there. It just happens every time. Yeah, it's not good. And, you know, we're not trying to go on a tangent here. Just kind of bring no, right, right. wrapping it, you know, back all together with how it is. Even though Brissett isn't necessarily manning a backup role like like you said, he is the starter. I mean, he wasn't the, the situation. The no, yeah, the situation where it was put in definitely justifies him for us to talk about this. And I agree, he is really impressing. I mean, I think I texted you guys last week, like the Colts, I'm all in on this season. They are exciting to watch. No, I, yeah, they I, are I a like fun team. They are going to have a really tough matchup this week, and we will get into it later, having to play <clears throat> the Raiders, which you may not think it's that tough, but uh, Malik Hooker team. isn't going to be playing this week. T.Y. Hilton has been injured for most He's of the doubtful. week. He's doubtful, and they have to play the Chiefs in Kansas City, I think, next week. Right. You can't imagine they're going to put T.Y. Hilton out there this week when they're going to need him next week. So it's going to be really interesting to kind of see and look at. But I I think that the Colts and Jacoby Brissett are super fun and exciting to watch moving forward. Don't you agree, Michael? Hey, guys. I'm back. He's back. Michael's here. He's back. I really don't know what happened there. I, like, said, like, woo- and then, like, my computer just crashed. You so were, uh, I'm never wooing again on the first and ten podcast. Uh, that's unfortunate. We do like our woos. Well, man. it's funny. I I just thought it's mine and Tyler's beautiful faces were just broke his computer. Yeah, no, yeah. His we, computer we did, we did could not him. stand the well, webcam. I, mean, I don't know about your face. Uh, yeah, true, true, Cage. True. Tyler. Tyler's face uh, is a lot Michael. more handsome. And Cage pulls up the video <laughs> again. Just, yeah. just like it didn't like crash my laptop before. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I thought it was the anyway, woo, man. I thought it was the woo. Anyway, where are we at right now? We were just about to... We've been talking about our backup quarterbacks in the league. You know, some trying to water, some not. And we're about to get into the Saints and Teddy Bridgewater. So, Michael, Ooh. tell us about the Saints and Teddy Bridgewater. You see, Teddy Bridgewater... I mean, he's been, like, kind of buried in, like, the depth chart just because, like, everyone's, like, all over Taysom Hill. 
But I think he's more of a true quarterback than Taysom Hill. Oh, well, uh, of course. Taysom Hill is a gadget player. He can play quarterback a little bit, but he, he does a little bit of everything. And Taysom Hill is yeah. not seen by most teams as a, as a true quarterback in this league. Yeah, I, w- I would rather, like, I mean, I think, like, I haven't really caught too many Saints games, but, like, if I were them, like, I would just put Teddy Bridgewater, like, as the starter for quarterback and maybe pepper in Taysom Hill every which, now and which, then. Which is pretty much what they have done. It's funny you say you haven't seen them. Uh, some of the ga- some of the only games I've been able to see every Sunday actually are the Saints games <laughs> because at my work uh, I'm able to put on like one game and I always see the entire 4:30 to like 7:30 game. And for the last two weeks that's just been the Saints. It was it was Saints Rams uh, the week Breeze got hurt, and then last week it was Saints and Seahawks. So I've just I've actually gotten to see a decent amount. And against the Rams, Teddy Bridgewater did not look very good. I was really worried for for the Saints. They weren't a team I was very high on coming into the year, but looking at how bad the Falcons have been, they're a team I think that that probably will make the playoffs again. I've, I'll acknowledge that take was not very good of mine. But anyway, uh, last week in Seahawks. Bridgewater looked really good. I mean, Kamara's looking really good. Of course, we knew he would. Uh, their defense is playing a lot better, and I do think it'll be interesting going forward. But I also think, again, like we said, Frank Reich is a good coach. We know This is something we know. Sean Payton is a really good coach. And because of that, I think he's helping T- Teddy Bridgewater fit in. And at the same time, I think we do need to keep in mind that Bridgewater was a quarterback that made the playoffs with the Vikings only a few years back. Yeah, I mean, Bridgewater is a very good quarterback, and I do think I'm not very concerned with this Saints team. With that being said, I, I kind of think going ahead, the Cowboys are going to win that game, but we can get well, to yeah. that later. Uh, the Saints as a whole, I'm not too worried about. Like you said, Bridgewater was a you know a great quarterback. At one point, people thought he was the best quarterback in 2014 in that right. draft class. Right. Just by how well he was playing, I think he de- definitely needs to get the rust off. It has been years since he's been playing NFL right. games. No, right. And I, I like the inclusion of Taysom Hill, what they do with Oh, him. no, no. I like how I, they I use agree. It. No. He's not really the behind-center play most of the game actually. Oh, well, he's, he's not their starting quarterback. No. He'll come in every but now and then. But what Sean Payton is able to do with him to kind of mix it in and get defenses honestly confused, and you would think that they wouldn't no, be with right. all the tape they have, right. but yet it still works. It's very impressive, and, and super credit to Sean Payne to be able to do something no, I th- like th- this. I think that's the biggest thing, is with all these backup quarterbacks, I think that Brissett and Bridgewater, and who I do think probably are the best two quarterbacks on our list of backups here, I think that they also are in good spots because they have the best coaches behind them. I think when you look at the final quarterback here on our list, Mason Rudolph struggling, I think that has a lot to do with the fact that Mike Tomlin is not a very good NFL coach. I've never really thought he was. I know some people think he is, but I just, I've never really seen anything from Mike Tomlin that suggests he's a good coach. I get he's won the Super Bowls. I get he has has a He's a good locker room presence, but like, when it comes to X and O's, like, he's pretty average. Right, exactly. I've never really seen him make any great decisions or or coaching choices or anything like that. Uh, But apparently... Tripping Tory Smith on that kickoff that's true. return that, that, that was pretty yeah, good it worked decision. For him. Saved now, him a touchdown. I will say to Mike Tomlin's credit, he somehow controlled Antonio Brown for like six or seven years, which I, I think is noteworthy. But I think that's probably the best thing he's ever done. And I think we're seeing it. I thought Mason Rudolph was going to be able to keep this offense afloat. He looked decent against the Seahawks when he first came in week two, but last week he looked awful. And I mean, I don't know. If I it was on the awful. road. It was on the road. His like first ever start. I get it. Like I'm not ready to say that's what Mason Rudolph is, 
But I think that's closer to Mason Rudolph than what we saw against the Seahawks when he almost brought the Seahawks back. I completely agree. I mean, I, I'd like to play a little bit of devil's He looks scared. Here. He, he, he which, did. which will improve. And he's, he's a new quarterback, and I'm not saying I disagree, but, you know, just giving both sides of the coin, the Steelers traded away Josh Dobbs at the beginning of the season right. for a reason. Like, clearly they felt like Mason Rudolph oh, right. has potential well, to be a starter. Well, which is why they traded for Mega Fitzpatrick. Also, and I don't think he's played necessarily terrible. I agree he has, I mean, th- there was a stat that the, was it the Steelers last week? They had like two passes beyond the line of yes. scrimmage. Yes. Two? Yeah. That is Co- in- completions. Two completions, sorry. Something beyond like the that. line of scrimmage. Yeah, and they were both touchdowns. That's sad. They were both touchdowns. Yes, Michael, the last team to do this was the 2011 Tim Tebow Broncos. They won that game, game, though. They did. And, and the thing is, the Steelers, for all extensive purposes, by statistic-wise, should have won this game, too. The 49ers committed five turnovers. Oh, right. But, well, I think, th- which goes back to Mason Rudolph, he was never able to capitalize no, on any of those turnovers. No, he wasn't. Turnovers. It, it, but I, how much of that is, though? I mean, when you're telling your quarterback to be give, throwing screens... 99% of the time, James Conner is not playing like he did last year. I do. He, he's, I know he's popped up on the injury report a few times, but I do think a big reason why he's not playing like he did last year is because that offense isn't as good as it was it's last just, year. No, it and isn't. I think, and, and what's the big change in that offense? Obviously, no Antonio Brown. So, But you still have Juju out there at receiver, and I do think a big change is Roethlisberger wasn't playing well at quarterback early in the season, and then Mason Rudolph is continuing that. That, that strand that Roethlisberger left off. I, I think that if this Steelers team loses to the Bengals and they just keep plummeting this season, that I could see I could see head coaching changes in, in I, I think Tomlin has to get fired if this team doesn't... I mean, I mean the Tomlin only thing that could have been fired him? years ago. We were no, saying right, this. Yeah, I mean, we've he said does, this he's not for, a, yeah, for a long he's, time. He's not a very good coach. He never really has been a very good coach. And I do think the thing that's kept him around is, like, they've still succeeded because of how much talent they've had. But when you look at how talented these Steelers teams have been, the fact that the best they've done is a few AFC Championship game appearances recently is is is, is abysmal. It's terrible. Uh, I'd like to think that uh, Mike Tomlin would probably, like, better fare off as, like, an advisor role. Like, the same thing that Tom Coughlin does. Like, just, like, doesn't no, have yeah. any really say well, with, time, like, how the team operates. Well, just, a, big like, reason, a big reason Coughlin does that, though, is he's very old. Mike Tomlin is, is one of the youngest coaches in the league. He's, I, I feel like Mike true. Tomlin needs to be a strength and conditioning coach. Like, I feel like his strive is no, disciplining I like, players. I feel like he could well, no, be no. a better coach. It's just, I don't think, like, th- because there's never any talk, there's just not enough talk about Mike Tomlin is just not a very good coach. Because the Steelers have succeeded, he's never had to reevaluate anything he's ever tried to do. I think he can succeed as a head coach the way people... Pete Carroll does. When you have an offensive coordinator who's going to have a lot of sway and a defensive coordinator that has a lot of sway, and you as the head coach can kind of back off and focus on being that locker room presence like Pete Carroll does. Yeah, I, like, I, Tomlin is one of those coaches that like you think like he'd probably just fare off better like serving a little bit as a college coach like a, and then like hopping back into the NFL. Well, I, th- I think Tomlin's strength is as as like a motivator as a guy players want to play for which works as a head coach. Yeah. Like a, we see it w- with Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll doesn't have any insane schemes that he runs. Those are all his defensive coordinators. What Pete Carroll does well is he motivates players and gets them to want to play for him. Tomlin is good at that too. The problem is Tomlin can't try to have so much control over the rest of the team if that's his main role. And I, I definitely agree with you in that. And, I again, I, it's tough, and we're kind of tangenting a little bit with this all, but to bring it back again to Mason Rudolph and, you know, how what we see with that in the future, 
Ben Roethlisberger has said that he is coming back next year, I believe. I think he said, you know, no, he oh, doesn't yeah, want yeah, this. Yeah, he, yeah. Which rightfully he so. Still years which he shouldn't. I agree with that, Michael, but to a player... I don't blame him. You he, don't want to You don't want to retire like on like this. Yeah, they missed yeah, the playoffs exactly. last year. Or, now He's hurt this year. He doesn't want to... He's not going to retire. Even though. if he knows that he's not at his best, he's on the decline... As somebody who especially is making a Hall of Fame case, and you know, will well, he, he will, be he will be. If yeah. he's not in the Hall of Fame, Fame then there's, he will. Then there's yeah. something wrong. You don't want to end your career like this. Whether it be even if he knows next season, it might not. He might not play his best. He wants to play a full season. Right. So Ben Roethlisberger is coming back. So again, I don't see a situation where Mason Rudolph can do anything to get to be have this be his team yet. I oh, mean, right. the only way he does is if. Like I said earlier with Kyle Allen, if he can somehow turn this own three Steelers team around, which we saw which with the I, Texans last year, it could happen. It could. It is an improbable task, it but it nearly could. impossible, but not totally impossible. Yeah. It, it is that is I think what would need to be happening for Mason Rudolph to somehow still be starting. I think that this is he's the Steelers are going to get a lot of film on him. Not right. They will know if he has potential for the future, which is good, honestly, no, well, no, the, this the, might be this, one of the yeah. best situations. You know, I think this, I don't think the Steelers team was really going to threaten for a playoff spot anyway no. with Roethlisberger. Uh, and I think I mean threaten maybe, but I don't think they were. Really I think the there. Steelers and Saints are sitting in very comfortable positions right now with Bridgewater and Rudolph, where they know that neither of them are going to be the starter next year. But now they will know, and now they have the tape to be able to evaluate at next offseason. Hey, is Rudolph going to be someone when Big Ben retires? We want. Hey. Is Bridgewater now? Well, I do think tape. that's better for the Steelers just because Mason Rudolph is a younger quarterback, yeah, more recently drafted. Where Bridgewater is a little bit older, drafted. I think what was it? Was it twenty fourteen? Twenty fourteen. Yeah, he was. He's like a the, little bit older in his fifth year now, but or sixth year even. But wow, yeah, it's yeah, it's been a while. But Holy still, cow. I mean, he's not too old to be to be a quarterback in the future. No, I completely agree. But I mean, he's young. He's still twenty eight. I think I he's he's, he's around the same age as Garoppolo. And yeah, he's still seen as a so they're still the super young. I mean, again, these quarterbacks. It is interesting. It's a very interesting narrative. I hate injuries, but these like having all of these new quarterbacks play right now. It's providing entertainment and, well, and, and, and content. And, which the league needs. The league needs these teams, especially when you get teams like the Colts who are going to threaten for a Super Bowl. The Steelers are the Steelers. Are, they're, they're a really big football market. You have the Saints who are supposed to threaten for the Super Bowl. The, the, ja- can, the Jags who gave Foles his mega no, contract. Right. And I do think that the league needs these teams to stay competitive because they can't have it polarized where you only have three or four good teams in the entire league and then just a bunch of who knows what's going on with them. And I do think as important the quarterbacks are for this, I think the coaching is really important. When you look at the teams that are doing well with their backups, these are teams that have pretty good coaches. When you look at uh, Frank Reich and Brissett, and and when you look at with the Saints, have Bridgewater and Peyton. And then you get a little cloudy in, in, in a few of these other areas. Kyle Allen and Ron Rivera, who knows? Yeah, that's but, a tough situation. Again, we don't know. A lot of people are speculating if the Panthers do poorly their front office or their right. whole they could do a clean sweep. You know, the Jets, Adam Gase is a robot. We don't know much about that. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Uh, it, it's super interesting to look at. And, and I'd like to say, you know, all of those that are listening, we'd love to get your feedback. Let us know, love know what quarterbacks you enjoy out of these lists, who you think sink or swim, who do you think has a potential in this league. Let us know at First and Ten Pod on Twitter, First and Ten Pod. Let us know at First and Symbol number 10. That's on <laughs> Facebook. Uh, you can also, you know, let us know on our website. People actually a lot more now that we've been getting uh, – Weekly articles out multiple times a week. We had right. a we had a few yeah, yeah. sizzling pieces come out this we did, week. We did have a few. This uh, week. Nick, our new writer Nick wrote a great piece on the Melvin Gordon holdout. Super Very topical. Uh, obviously, Tyler wrote your banger on Antonio Brown. Uh, I appreciate you. Saying fire that. piece. Thank you. 
Uh, so we're having great content come out there. So again, you can actually check us out, and we've been having people like and comment us on our website, and you can do that too, and we can check you out there. This is awesome. First and uh, the number symbol ten sports, right, Michael? It's not the number symbol. Is it? Yes. No, it's no. Sorry, yeah, you're right. It's first yeah, and it's the first letters and ten sports. Dot com. Yeah, sorry. There's just a f- so many different variations because Amazon decided to own the IPs for some random niche amount of these. It's terrible. <laughs> you never know when they might need them. Yeah, yeah you never right, know when right. Amazon is gonna need the the uh, the, the, the the trademark first and ten on right. Twitter. Well, yeah. we'll be there enough. Of, enough yeah. of uh, corporate Twitter. Let's uh, <laughs> let's, let's hop into, into some, some games. games. Yeah. yeah. All right. L- let's get going. Uh, I, I guess, you know, we kind of, Tyler, you emphasized coaching, and I think you should start us off with this first game since this coaching is a big factor in both of these teams because I don't know how much I like either of these teams' coaching staffs. I'm going to be honest. I mean, I understand what you mean, and I don't want to – I do think these are two teams lacking talent. We have the 0-3 Redskins at the 1-2 and Giants. Uh, no, no Barkley this week for the Giants. No Barkley for at least probably a month now with his ankle injury. The Redskins have looked – abysmal the last few weeks uh my the, at this point the biggest thing watching with, with 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 washington is when is Dwayne haskins going to get to play over case keenum will it be this week will it be in the future we at, at least from that draft class we have nursing danny dimes daniel jones ripped up the tampa bay buccaneers last week we're gonna see if we can do it again against a not very good washington defense he's first start in new york uh, i'm gonna go with the giants this one i'm pretty excited for it uh, you know what? I'm not that excited for it, but I'm a little bit say, excited. excited. I'm at least how excited. Exci- are you really excited? I'm at least excited. I always had this to one circled on his calendar. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I lied about that one. I'm not. I'm not crazy excited, but I'm at least Haskins, a little like, intrigued. Should have started three weeks ago, though. For so the Redskins. it's funny you guys say that because honestly, a lot of people are saying they're happy Colt McCoy's back. True. I, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. A lot of people are really My boy. Colt yeah, McCoy. they they've been saying that Colt McCoy might like. Haskins really does not seem ready from what I've read and seen. Which, he just and especially is, on this team, which, which is fine. They, they have a – between injuries on the offensive line with Sheriff and now you have uh, uh, Trent Williams still holding out at left tackle, you don't want to put Dwayne Haskins in a spot. They don't have a lot of weapons on offense. They do have uh, it, Terry McLaughlin. Is that, I don't know how you – Yeah, Terry name. McLaughlin. He, he looks like a, actually like, like a bright spot on this Washington team. There's not yeah, many of them. Yeah, for uh, Geis has another injury, which is unfortunate for him. I definitely agree, and I, I hate to say it, but I really think Jay Gruden is just, I mean, he's been this coach I don't for think so he's an years. awful coach, though. I, I just think there's no talent. No, he is an awful coach. He is an awful coach. <laughs> I don't think he's They that. have talent. They don't, They've got well, talent. Where's their talent? Dwayne has They had talent, and talent. they all walked away. If, if Jay Gruden you just, you just finished coach. saying he's not ready. Yeah, because Jay Gruden clearly isn't there coaching him well enough. Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, Jake, I think, yeah, some of it is on Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins only started, I think, a year ago. Some of it is. I'm not disagreeing that. But Jay Gruden's been this coach for how many years? And we saw Kirk Cousins have one good season with them. No, you're right. You know, this defense is abysmal. It's a boring-ass defense that sometimes The defense was like, I don't want to put the defense away, though. Okay, regardless of this fact, he refused and started beef with Adrian Peterson. I get it or not uh, yeah, whether that, you don't want him on the look. team i get it but he's a hall of fame running back one of the best running backs way in the generation way, way past, past his prime. prime but you don't sly adrian peterson eh, yeah. he directly made yeah, a quote saying i didn't want him on the team yeah, you usually he said if that. i wanted adrian peterson i'd run the i formation 50 times a game yeah. well you're fucked with adrian peterson yeah, now buddy you want to do that yeah you know what yeah you probably don't want to do that i don't know i just they I paid a ton of money for case keenum which i get it but what is case keenum doing 
He's not like the... If he was a good coach, he'd be able to pull out Minnesota Vikings' Case Keenum because we've seen that version of Case Keenum. And he worked in that offense with the pieces around him. The, 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 this this Washington team is very different than that Minnesota team. I mean, know. Jordan Reed isn't a bad, talented player. When he's I, on the field, he hasn't played yet this season. Yeah, he gets it, injured I, so I agree, but I mean, now. also the fact of the matter, Trent Williams, nobody is talking about this dude. The fact that this Washington organization is just letting away. an all-pro left tackle just sit there while Eric Flowers is your starting for you? It doesn't make sense to me why they haven't dealt him because he is... You're not going to build a team around Trent Williams. This, the, the, the Redskins are obviously a team in rebuild, but they have, so why don't you get rid of Trent Williams, try to get a first-round pick back and start that rebuild, as opposed to holding on to, like, a 31-year-old left tackle. Same reason they are not. They never got rid of Kirk Cousins, though. Now this is part of the ownership. Like, this, this same Washington thing, Same team, reason why Sua Cravens had to retire. No, <laughs> like... Get away from them. Honestly, like, Ty, uh, like, Michael, so before, when you were having your audio issues, Tyler and I were talking about how, like, I was listening on the radio, and people were saying that they feel Panthers have one of the worst, um, like, health and safety, like, health, oh, yeah. you know, medical staffs on the team... The, the Washington might be right up there too with the stuff that goes yeah. on there. Like seriously, Jordan yeah, no, Reed is he, always he, injured. Sue Cravens like said something about that. He was like, "Yeah, they were like pretty negligent." Like, well, Trent shady Williams stuff did in too. our nation's capital. Yeah, it, it's stu- shady stuff in our nation's capital. I'm excited to see Danny Dimes again. I might I, watch some right? of this game. I want some more. Yeah, I, I think, want. A, I think Danny Dimes can get it done again. No, I, I, against a not very good defense, I agree. I, I mean, I, if, if Mitch Trubisky can light them up, I mean. I, I, I also agree. I, I'm really excited. I think that, you know, Giants fans have a lot to look forward to. It sucks that Saquon Barkley, I think he's not playing, right? No, he's, no, out, he, yeah, he's out no, for, he's out for multiple yeah, weeks. He's out. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot Rappaport said four to no, six he, weeks he, or something he, he, like that. He has that. a pretty bad ankle sprain. So it will be interesting to see, honestly, how Daniel Jones fares with a very clear downgrade in the running back right. position. Big games for Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram. Oh, huge! Evan Ingram had a great game last week. So, and it's I, interesting to see how uh, like how he's not—he's a good tight end. No, it's he just is. That, like the he, past two uh, years, the Giants uh, wouldn't use him. Two, two years ago, he played pretty well. Last last year was tough for him. Uh, it was a lot of of no OBJ for him, and it just—it was very easy to to just guard him because who who else do you have to defend on that offense? You know, you stack the box against Saquon, and then that was about it. And that was it. Yeah, he. But when he does get open and when he's able to make plays. No, he's, he's a fast. good tight end. Yeah, no, he's a really he's a nice tight end. Yeah, he he's a super. I, I sticking with the tight end trains over here. My fantasy starting tight end. I'll move to this next game. Thank the you. Tennessee uh, we Titans. spent too much time on Giants. Redskins, too much time yeah. on Giants. Redskins. <laughs> we talked about that way too. Much. <laughs> the Tennessee Titans are going to the Atlanta Falcons, and what I am dictating the snoozer game of the week. The Atlanta I... Falcons had six offensive series last week. Six. Six. The, the Falcons are going to be good at home. The Titans. What they do for whatever reason. The Falcons go home. And they can play. They're back in in Atlanta, and they got that that sweet, sweet Georgia peaches going on. And I'm giving the Falcons the win for this one. I definitely agree with you on that. I think the Falcons can win this game. I threw off the Titans. I don't know if you were here, Michael, when you had the issues, but I said it earlier in the show. Titans, I'm throwing them away. They're not winning this. I'm not ready to do that just because I don't think there's a clear favorite in that division. They they looked very 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 disappointing. They 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 played Thursday night against the Jags. Yeah, they. Marcus Mariota looked like. Like, if I was put, like, in a helmet and just thrown out there, and it's, it was like, all right, Mike, run a slant route. And, then, like, I just see a wide-open receiver, and I decide to just tuck and get, like, rocked by yeah, Unique I mean, and Gokwe. Yeah. It's it's a tough look for Titans fans. And honestly, if I'm I was a Titans fan... I'm not ready to give up on fan, the Titans, though. I'm not ready to give up on them yet. But if I was a Titans I'm fan, close. I might be asking, and again, I know we said this, Tannehill and Mariota are the same quarterback, but just see something else. Cease. No, I still think of that. Yeah, right. If anything, no, go to the draft. But for this season, 
Give yourself something to look at. I don't think Tannehill makes you. I mean, maybe if if you if they get to a point where they're. I mean, because I do think I agree. I think the Falcons will win this game, and and the Titans will drop to one and three. If you get to a point where you're like one and four, one and five, then yeah, maybe it's time to look at. Tannehill I think they got to call up elite. <laughs> elite AAF quarterback Josh Johnson. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, he, he, he's been a favorite, right, uh, around the league. Christian Hackenberg, you know, he might still be living around Nashville. Yeah, I mean, working yeah, at a McDonald's true. or something. Yeah, true. No, I call do him think up, uh, bring him in for a practice. An interesting about this. Who game, knows? So maybe I, he learned how to call a huddle now. Yeah, right. The uh, AAF taught him well. No, right. I mean. It, it, Tough news for the Falcons was unfortunately uh, it looks like Keanu Neal is a torn Achilles. Uh, he's going to miss this season, the rest of the season, which is awful news for a really young, talented player. But Wasn't he injured all season last um, year? Again, yeah, last year. La- that last, sucks. Yeah, this is two seasons in a row. He suffered a season injury early in the season, and things aren't looking great for this Falcons team. They, uh, I, I am done pretending the Falcons are good and people are sleeping on them. They're sleeping on them. They have a good a wide good receiver court, but they oh, don't yeah. use them. No, that's it. Well, that, it's not that they don't use them. They throw to Calvin Ridley all the time. Uh, they don't use. They try to get it to Julio, but like Julio, they didn't watch, either. Of them I watched week. the Colts and Falcons game yeah. last week, and Matt Ryan and that offense were a different team when Julio Jones was being thrown the ball. Julio oh, yeah. Jones, we know this is great, but they're I not. I think Julio just needs him. like a reason to become motivated. But I, 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 I don't, don't think I don't it's think necessarily Julio. They're not giving him the ball, Michael. I mean, in that Colts game, Julio caught, I think, every pass thrown to him. Probably, yeah, and for 10-plus yards. Yeah. Those Colts, not a bad defense, had no answer for Julio Jones. But yet the Falcons just forget about him. Well, and I, I think the Falcons' biggest issue is is their defense is not good. Like, we kept saying they're injured, they're injured, give them time. They were healthy to start the season. Now, of course, they have lost Keanu Neal, which is a really big deal for them. But even when they had him, they still weren't looking very good, even with this young, healthy defense now, they were still letting teams run all, walk all over and passing, running, no matter what they wanted to do. No, and I agree, and that's a, that is a big struggle for this Falcons team, which is why, but they, you know, the defense is putting their offense in such big holes, I don't think they're going to worry about that with the Titans. And though. they've also had trouble with, I know Matt Ryan ended up putting up nice stats last week, but a lot of those kind of came, and the game was more out of reach, he just hasn't looked but very if good But if there were to be a pick-me-up game for this Falcons oh, defense, right, yeah, it is right now against the Titans. If this were a game for this Falcons defense to get their stuff together... And again, they're at home, which is a huge a, deal for them. There might not be Chick-fil-A there. Right, no, but, right. You know, they're at least, well, for the fans. Right, yeah. It is a crime that they... Yeah, why do they have a Chick-fil-A in there? I mean, if they ever have a concert there, or they have a Monday night Or a Thursday night, or Monday night. Or a Thursday night, night, so yeah. No, but hey, I mean, concerts, any other venue, you know, it's there for that, but... But, like, it was built to be a football stadium, yeah, well, which you anticipate I mean, is mostly... I'm sure if you look, that, that that Chick-fil-A is still making money, so... <laughs> fair fair it's, enough. It's down in Georgia, you know. You know who isn't making Facts. money, though, Michael? It's uh this team out in Miami. I don't think they're making much money this Oh, Michael, season. tell us about this game. Yeah, I, there's really not much to say about the Dolphins, but I just want to pose the question. I'm, I'm looking right now, and there are three 0-3 teams. Like, how, ma- how, how many of them are going to go, like... Like, what's four, the longest four. streak do you think the, like yeah how how long like, what's like the longest streak, like I think for Dolphins. losing like do you think like, one of these teams is gonna have I mean I I truly think the Dolphins will go zero and sixteen I, I don't think I do. they will but they could I, I think they'll again. go like. Two and fourteen. Who beats this Dolphin? Who who do the Dolphins? They beat? get to play. Just they have some game. I think like at the end of the season, like the they just like win against like an uninspired team that's they, just already. Well, also out. also they get to play Washington, which I think is a winnable game for them. The Giants, yeah. I think, where now that we're seeing Daniel Jones play a little better, who knows with that? But still, if they get it in Miami, that's a winnable game. Uh, they get to, if they play the Jets with, with, with Luke Falk, that's going to be the worst game of all time. But I could a winnable the, one. I could honestly like, and this is looking way ahead into our conversation topics. 
but I, I could see the Steelers, you know, drop into like something like 0 and 5. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, I don't know what the rest of schedule. I know. I'll, with that said, I think they're going to win this week, though. I mean, I think I think any of these teams can. I think the Broncos can draw. I mean, it's it's weird, but all of these defeated teams, just I don't see how they win games right now. They all seem like they're in a weird cluster. Yeah, this but league. at the same time, the the most helpless teams are definitely Washington, and. The Dolphins. I think I think they yeah, Pittsburgh is a lot more helpless than we think. The but Jets. Like, obviously, they they are not like Pittsburgh still has some talent. Lost James Conner has yeah, some talent. They're not talent. lost on an island talent. like Miami. TJ Watt, no, Minka exactly. Fitzpatrick. I mean, this team is Miami bad. and Washington both have such talent mm. deficiencies. I think Miami has to be in its own class for that, but Washington still at least close to them. Yeah. Are you guys aware that two has actually been brought up to conversation recently about how he feels going to wash uh, Miami? Next I'm, year, I'm not surprised that um, a lot of people have actually been asking him like his thoughts on the fact that Miami is tanking for him, and two two has been professional. He's like, you know, I will focus on the draft when I get to the draft. No, right? right yeah, he can't. I mean, because he has he, he he's not even he's got, declaring. He's got no say. In it. Yeah, he's got he no. He's, taken by well, at the very, him. but it's worth noting he's not taking an Eli approach. Oh, because well, why yeah, would he want to go to Miami? I wouldn't want to go. It's a nice there. place to live at the very least. I don't. I'd like to yeah. make it. I'd like to be anyway, on, a good on NFL the on the flip side. The Chargers are in a, like a similar situation as the Falcons are. Because, I'm surprised like, that they're one and two. Yeah, no, their offense has looked really, really good. Like Keenan Allen has been going off yeah. these mm. first four. I mean, weeks. He, he's a really good player when healthy. I think like he's probably just gonna do it again. Yeah. This week, so I'm gonna preface this early because I don't know how much time I have left before right, I gotta right. go to work. But my cookie is actually going to be Philip Rivers. <laughs> Okay. Ooh, okay. Which is a very um, easy cookie to pick. I, 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 think I think he's going to put up get. solid numbers, like 300 and three touchdowns. One of them's got to be to Keenan Allen. I am normally not for very specific grandma's cookies, but I do think when you're picking a quarterback going against the Miami Dolphins, you have to get very specific in your, in your yeah, grandma's cookies. No. Just the Chargers are it, also yeah. my lock this week. Oh, well, again, which is an easy one to pick. I don't blame you for that. Yeah, no, I, I completely uh, agree with all of those those statements right there, and I, I enjoy that you're giving us your early morning cookies, or no, early, I, early segment cookies. I just already got them in the oven. Segment. Yeah, yeah throw them in the, preheat some cookies in the oven. No, I'm, I'm glad we are able to get to that. No, honestly, I, I, I do think the Chargers can win this game too. I think like the Falcons, they, they kind of need to beat this Dolphins team, give themselves kind of a little bit and of And they a, should, and they should. And they should, you're right. It's in they, Miami, which is... but I mean, They've lost some brutal losses, or they've had some brutal losses last so week far. Tight, te- uh, Texans, Texans was, was tough for them. That was really tough. Or even a prior week against the Lions. Yeah, that true. was uh, that was a really tough loss. This Chargers Close team games. needs to get back on it because it's not a terrible team. They're just no. it seems like they're not. They na- they're getting Melvin Gordon back, who could even who, be active. They this said, week, yeah, injuries. they said he might play this week. Which if he does, I don't think like, like, much. But at the yeah, same time, no, I don't think he's going to make a big impact. At if the he same does. time, though, if there's ever a week where you can give him touches to try and get his legs under him and not worry if he looks bad or not, it's this week against the Dolphins. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, d- definitely. Uh, kind of sticking to the next game, I suppose. Going, not really uh, any running backs to segue into with this one. I, I, I like the running backs as the next game. We have the 1-2 and two Raiders visiting the 2-1 and one Colts. Uh, Josh Jacobs is not a bad running back. Marlon Mack is not a bad running back. Uh, I do think this game is going to be a lot more about what what, what the Colts are going to do well. I think that even though they do have some injuries on the defense, I think that Jacoby Brissett is going to play very well against a not very good Oakland defense. Marlon Mack should find plenty of running room against this not very good Oakland defense. Uh, 
Oakland might put up a few numbers, you know, make it seem a little close, but I'm not I'm not too worried about this game. I think the Colts are going to win this one pretty easily. Uh, the Raiders just haven't looked great, i got to be honest. Just uh, Derek Carr still doesn't look very good. I always, I always We always make excuses for him. You know, he was almost the MVP, you know, but that was like four years ago by this point. And I just, I don't know how, how this Raiders team can turn it around. Yeah, it, this Raiders team started off, like, I feel after week one and they beat the Broncos. Yeah, there was, now yeah, where the, there like, was, there was a lot around. of hype around them. And I, I was just like, wow, this team could be a lot better this year. Losing um, Jonathan Abrams, right. killer for them. You're really seeing Derek Carr struggle to get plays downfield. Darren right. Waller has been a very good piece right. for this team. I mean, and they're lacking a receiver, obviously. No, they the Antonio are. Brown thing but it just seems like also Derek Carr just... It, I, I really feel like he will not be the quarterback for them in Las Vegas. And I'm not saying he, can he be won't be a quarterback in the, in the league. No, right, I, right. He is a starting quarterback in this league, and I think he will be on a team and play. He needs to be in a good team. It I just seems so. like him and Gruden have never really had a click. And right. he just doesn't look like a good player right now. Not right. And I don't see this Raiders team competing much at all because of that it seems like they're and it's in indy which i think is 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 a big deal for the colts playing indoors oh yeah it's gonna be huge for them and i think that jacoby Brissett, if he was able to kind of do what he did against the falcons last week i think he can do that was incredible last week when he started out like 16 for 16 16. or whatever dude i had i had the ravens in uh chiefs game on as well but i had that one on like volume because that was just exciting he was starting off hot right and i i think again like this raiders defense i don't see why he couldn't start off that hot again with it not right so it's definitely going to be interesting to see. I think the Colts going three and one. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I like that too. Michael, what do you think? I, I I like all what was said. Yeah, you know, I I really have nothing to add on just because like I want Jacoby to do well. Well, yeah, right. Like, I mean, yeah, I, like, I, I think also I like th- the Raiders are like slated. You know, like I think that they like are going to try hard in this game. Oh well, yeah, obviously. I, I don't think it, the Raiders have a question of effort or anything. I just there's not enough talent there. I think for them to yeah. win this game. I could see this one going either way, to be honest. But yeah, I, 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 I think I, I think that. the Colts will it, grab this one just because they seem a little more solid than the Raiders right now. Yeah, it, it could. But I'm locking up the Colts because now that they're my team, I'm I'm sticking with it. I'm gonna give my Colts my lock. I do believe Colts that you lock. said earlier when we were talking about Brissett that they had a questionable questionably tough game this week they do have a tough game they do this Raiders team can't go one and three one and three and two and two are big differences I oh, mean yeah. Tyler you would know yourself with fantasy it's okay, a big well, difference and man that's not cool but we heard Carson Wentz mention that the other night he said it's a really big it's a really big deal to be two and two instead of one and three. no it's huge for this league and I and I think and there's a lot of teams right now who have that mentality and I could see the Raiders needing to beat this Colts team and I think this is going to be a huge uh, kind of not step but like point for Jacoby Brissett if he can just win this he needs to win this game he needs to keep this going because there's definitely a lot of noise with that and also two three and one and two and two is a big difference especially well, right going with to our next, next game, game. Now, Cage, would you like to going to the next game with you know division rivals and kind of who Tyler and I talked about earlier the front runner with the Colts for the title the Texans play the Panthers in Houston they are also another two and one team playing a one and two team big stakes we did see Kyle Allen play really well last week against Arizona. Like I said, really well. You haven't seen a Panthers quarterback McCaffrey make throws like them. that. Uh, no, yeah, they did look good. This right is going to be a really good game, and I think this could be tough for the Texans. I think that McCaffrey and Greg Olson are good enough offensive weapons where Kyle Allen will be able to put up points. 
I think it's going to be a big factor on this defense, and I think this Panthers defense, who has not been playing well, needs to find ways to shut down all of these Deshaun Watson weapons and Deshaun Watson plays. Because well, really, and I, and I think the best way for them to do that is just, is rush the passer, which you can do against this very lackluster Texans offensive line. Yeah, I, I mean, the Texans, fortunately, though, a big reason they're two and one is. They've had a lot of fortunate run game. Not fortunate, but their run game has exceeded expectations. Right. I, I think is a better way to put that. And while Carlos Hyde, as Michael knows, didn't have the best week last week. He had week, a touchdown at least. You never tell I mean, yeah, I guess. 18 yards and a touchdown. Duke Johnson has been playing badly. So sticking them at home again together, and I think the two of them could play really well against a, a not good Panthers defense. Right. I, I am gonna give this one to the Panthers only because I think Really? I not sorry. Yeah, mm, ah, I don't. I wanna. I wanna be. I want this to be my upset. Like, then, yeah, I, no, I, go I think for it. like no, I. Yeah, I, I like. It. I think that they could because in in honestly, Christian McCaffrey is a huge part of this. He is a playmaker and a difference maker, right. and I think that both these defenses are kind of very similar in levels. I think the Texans defense might have a little more players around them, but I don't think they're coached that great. Um, you know, for J.J. Watt, Whitney Merciless, for all these players to not really be decimating or terrorizing the league, it'll be it'll be interesting. And I think this is a good upset. I think this is a pretty good upset pick. Good on Kyle Allen if he can g- give his teams two wins in a row, yeah, right? I mean, yeah, I guess. I'm making this my yeah. upset pick of the week. No, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's not a terrible upset pick because I get it. I mean, you know, this Panthers team can get up to Deshaun Watson and rush the passer. And once that happens, who knows, you know, that this is a good team offensively. Uh, we, we've seen the Texans struggle at times on defense. So it'll definitely be interesting to see. I am still going to go with the Texans. I just think that they have too much talent uh, on offense, and they still have enough on defense where they, they can make a play when you need to. Uh, I'm going to go with the Texans in this one. Yeah, I, I agree. Like we, Cage, I feel like you're just kind of undervaluing Bill O'Brien here. I think like Bill O'Brien is a very solid coach, and I mean just because like Jadavian Clowney is gone, like, and someone else. I feel like there's someone else. I think it's just Clowney. Um, but, like, J.J. Watt and, like, Whitney Merciless, the fact that they're not, like, going off right now just sets a precedent that they're going to go off soon because they always do. No, and it, it, it is tough. And, I, I mean, I get it. You could also make your argument this Texans team would be 3-0 and if they could finish the game out week no, one right, against right. the Saints. I, I do also, understand they're not a bad team. if you're going to make that argument, then, then they should have lost argue, last week against the Chargers. And they should have lost against the, the, the Jaguars yeah, when, right, right. when Doug oh, yeah, Monroe decided well, well, to go for two. two. Yeah, right. That's the thing is this Texans team was a play away from being 3-0, but they're also – a couple plays away from being 0-3. Yeah, right, right. And, and That's that, very true. That, that is the story of this team. And, I, I mean, I'm not discrediting Bill O'Brien. Believe me, I love the man. He is the chaos <laughs> I love with this league. He is the craziness I endure. No, I do like Bill O'Brien. But it, Deshaun Watson, as great as he is, makes these plays. And, like I said, I'm not saying they're the Panthers are the better team. It's why they're my upset. I think the Texans no, are the that. better team. But I think that there have been holes that they've shown in these first oh, yeah. three weeks no, that, that can lead to this Panthers team to win. No, I don't I don't hate that upset pick. I really don't. No, and, and you know, Michael, I, I'd love for you to talk about this next game. I do know you're on a tight schedule before you got to leave us for the show, but I'd love to yeah, at least yeah, get I this last this game in. My, this is going to be my swan song here. Yeah, hey, we got that. You but, got a good one. Um, speaking of trap games, I could, and this is, this is my inner cold take in me coming out. Go for it. I think that this game, this is Lions versus Chiefs, by the way. Yes. I think I think um, Two that the Lions. This is the Lions' chance to show, like like Cage was talking about last week with the Ravens, whether they're pretenders or not, yeah. because they have a huge, 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 huge opponent coming up. Right. And they're two zero and one. Right. They haven't lost. No. Right. Like, 
let, let, let's let's see it. They're, they're, they're coming into Detroit. They were able to beat the New England in Detroit last yeah, year that's around true. this time. I think that, I mean, though the Chiefs, I think, will win, I think it, this could very well be a trap game. No, I get that. I mean, I, I thought about making this my upset pick. At the end of the day, I couldn't do it. I do think the Chiefs are going to come in here and win, but this is still a Chiefs team that doesn't have Tyreek Hill. This is a Lions defense that has looked a lot better recently on offense and on defense. They're at home. They're ready to go. They're undefeated. You know, everybody keeps throwing, like laughing at them as being an undefeated team. But at the end of the day, 2 and one is still undefeated. Uh, the, 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 I really do think they're a solid team, and I think it'll be interesting. But at the end of the day, I think Mahomes is going to be too much. Travis Kelsey is going to be too much, and they're not going to be able to get it off. But I think this is going to be a pretty good game. But at the end of the day, I'm going with the Chiefs. Yeah, I, I think the Chiefs are... They're just so hot and they're so good. Like <laughs> they're so, oh, they're, they're hot. so hot. They're so, so hot. They are okay. Let they're me so rephrase dreamy. that. They are well. All right. Pa- Travis Kelsey's a dreamy dude. Like I don't know. Have you ever seen him? He, yeah. he looks like Zeus. He yeah. looks like the guy. Yeah. Like Zeus, but he's a good-looking guy. All right. Yeah. The Chiefs I, are I don't, riding I don't know this hot. What the podcast is about? Patrick Mahomes is playing the best football. I, I say it every week. He's playing better and better than he did. Last season, I feel oh, like yeah. he's on pace to be back-to-back MVP. He he really is, and I do think this Lions team is a sneaky little devil of a no, team. I, do, yeah. I, I I said it again in, in my Monday morning mayhem, mayhem. Good episode, job. So thank Good you. Job. Mayhem. Mayhem. Boink. Hey hey hey! Don't. <laughs> I don't said it right. Uh, that I think this NFC North is is a stacked division, yeah. and I think the Lions can really be. They seem like a much more disciplined team. Matt Stafford has a lot of weapons around him, and it, and they do benefit with it being in Detroit. Could happen. I think the Chiefs' defense is their weakest link, so I think if there was a way, Matt Stafford just needs to put up points for them to be in this yeah. game. Because the thing is, the Chiefs are putting up 30, regardless. Right. You could have a good defense. Well, you could, if obviously top defenses have shown to be able to slow him down, the Lions don't have that top of a defense. Especially, one thing that, you know, really dictates is how poorly the Lions' run defense has been these first three weeks. Right. It seems like every week they're just letting people gash them down with running the ball. So I, I Trey really Flowers look, is still learning the system. Um, he no, uh, he looks better every week. Though. He has, but I think Lashawn McCoy, uh, you know, it, this has had a great first start of the season. He's really been doing well in this offense, and I look to see that this Chiefs team it just has it just way too outskilled. They really do outskill this Lions team in almost every position. That is really what it comes down to. Just pure one to one talent from each position. I give it to the Chiefs in almost every way, including coaching. And as good as this Lions team is going to be, I think they get their first loss this week. Yeah, no, I I, I agree with that. Uh, I, I I agree too. Michael, I I know you do have work, so you know we've had a little bit yeah. of a rocky start. Michael, we'll let you take your swan song. We I think Tyler and I think Tyler and I can hold the fort. We'll keep your cookies hold down in the, the fort oven or your fired cage. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm already fired, dude. You're in the hot seat, Tyler. <laughs> You're in charge. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Be I mean, good, I boys. Be, yeah. We will, Michael. We'll see you next week on the show. That, yep. That'll do. See that'll do. <laughs> Tyler, let's get into this next game, though. Sounds good to me. I am excited. The Browns are going to Baltimore. Yes. We. I said this earlier. One and two. One and three and two and two is a big difference. Huge difference. My Browns, they lost Sunday night football against the Rams. They didn't I, on defense though they played pretty well. I know they gave up twenty points, but they played well against that Rams offense. And I've been thinking a lot about how this Ravens team can be beat by the Browns this week. 
I think it could. And happen. I think they can. I really think this Ravens defense has not been playing well. Right. They have not been. They played the Dolphins week one, so you can't prove anything. They let Kyler Murray light them up in right. Baltimore right. week two. And then last week against Patrick Mahomes, they let Patrick Mahomes right. made that secondary look like a joke. And I right. get it. That is Mahomes. But if I'm the Browns right now, I think I think this is a proving ground to both teams. Right. I think if the Ravens want to seem like they're legit, their defense needs to stop this Browns offense. Because this Browns offense, as much as it's struggled, it seems like throughout all the whole week they've understood that and they want to get back on the right track. And two, at the end of the day, this Browns offense, I think, just has enough playmakers where if this Ravens defense isn't legit, they can take a hold of that. Well, and I think the biggest thing that's going to help them is the Ravens really struggle to put pressure on the passer. They struck that their front seven is not very good, and that is huge for a Browns team that has had struggles on their offensive line this year. This could be a really, really good, good week for them to get back on track in that scenario. But the Browns have to get back to what they did best last year: more, sh- more quicker, short reads, quick passes, more slants, stuff like that. Get everybody involved. Don't just force it to OBJ all the time. Get Landry involved and run the damn ball. And like Nick Chubb is a good player and. I think that if the offense struggles again, I know it won't happen, but I really do think we we as fans need to demand the Browns fire for Freddie Kitchens. I think he needs to go at least step down something just because there's so much talent on this team and the league should be infuriated that Freddie Kitchens is wasting it by running some sort of Chip Kelly college offense out here. I really think you're putting way too much hate on, Ch- on uh, well, Chip Kelly deserves it, but on Freddie Kitchens. I think He again, doesn't know what he's doing. But it's been three he's weeks. Not, he's a rookie head coach. He shouldn't have been a head coach Chris in the Kingsbury first place. Kingsbury hasn't even ready. won a game. Yeah, like but at least he was a head coach in college. Freddie Kitchens was never even an offensive coordinator till last season, like halfway through. But this is how this is this is how coaches move up, though. Like this is how it happens. This is not how it happens. They they move up by having success as an offensive coordinator, and then teams are like, oh wow, they're pretty good at this. Let's hire them. He did have a success as an offensive coordinator for last six season. weeks. I think again, and I will. I'm holding my judgment till at the very least. You have to say halfway through the season, at well, the very least. He's not going to get fired this season. You don't. You don't see the only, last. The only time we saw that was who was the coach? Steve Wilkes. No, no, no. Oh yeah, he didn't make it through his whole season. I guess. Uh, no, yeah. I thought he made it till the end. Did he not? Oh yeah, he made it till the end. Who was that on the 49ers? Who uh, was it? Tom Sula? Jim Tom Sula? No, Jim like? Tom Sula made a season, didn't he? I I feel like they might have fired him like 14 games in. He was oh, like, he was like the weird Jim Tom janitor. Sula. What? Well, he was the homeless janitor. Yeah, he yeah. is that guy, and he would always fart in his press conference yeah, and act like no yeah. one knew that he was. Farting. Yeah. Yeah, right. He Jim was, Tom Sula was arguably... And I don't think Freddie Kitchens is that bad. But, I mean, like, close. I don't know. They need to win this game again. They I'm holding to. my judgment till later. It's in this Baltimore, is... it's going to be tough. I mean, but, again, the Browns defense has actually played... Other than week one, the Browns defense has played decently this year. I think that Baker Mayfield can have a real bounce-back game finally. I think he almost needs to. Uh, the, 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 but, again, if they win this game, they're going to run the ball. They're going to get back to what they do better. They're going to do more short passes, protect Baker. But this is my upset of the week. With all that said, I'm going with the Browns. Hey, I, I appreciate that. You know, I agree with you. I think the Browns are – I think they can win this game. I think that this Ravens defense is not as good as people understand. I think this this struggle is the offense needs to get going, and they need to stop Lamar Jackson. And I think – one of the things I loved about Sunday Night Football from when I watched is this defense is very, like, it's talented, but what they're doing is they're taking they have good schemes, schemes. They have very from good schemes. other coaches yeah. that have shown success. 
That was they, one of the they biggest They ran the Patriots defense on Sunday night. They yeah, did, and they, it they worked. They, the it, for all defense, extensive yeah. purposes, I understand they lost, but I really and think and that look, loss is points, credit to the— 20 points is not bad to give up against the Rams. Against the Rams, no, not at all. And, and I They think, really held Todd Gurley in check. I don't accredit this loss to the defense. I think Cooper Cup definitely is a good You do that, you're an idiot. No, it was the offense that lost in this game against the Rams, and that is what I look forward. I mean, there's no reason that this defense couldn't look at what the Chiefs did last week or what the Chargers did in the playoffs last year and replicate that because they have the talent to shut down this Ravens right. defense because that's right. what they've been doing, and that is even one of the most the exciting Cardinals things. Did, you know what yeah, I mean? like honestly, even if what the Cardinals did, uh, I think, and you know, we've been talking about this game for a while. We'll move on. Tyler's team, but I think I agree. The Browns can win this. It's an exciting game. I can't wait to watch it. I'm going Browns. I wish Michael was here so he could go Ravens and talk some sense into us because realistically in this, I do think the Ravens are the better team, but that's why it's an upset. We're all pick. a dog pound, baby. Yeah, that's why. Now it's let's go. Pick. Let's go up to North New York. Battle go. of Western the undefeated. New York. Western New York. Sorry, Western New York. It's not upstate. This in. Sorry, I, I'm stupid. Western New York. I, I don't know it's my okay. geography. It's okay. Battle of undefeateds. I'm yeah. Battle of undefeated. Patriots at the Bills. Before we get to this, I realize I didn't make my lock of the week. I'm gonna go with the Giants over the Redskins. My lock of the week. Feels a little bit out of place here, but I wanted to go back and do it. That's incredibly anyway. out of place. Now I've got to yeah. now I've got to put in sound bites for your locking in between. Here we up. are, people. Welcome to first and ten. Anyway, anyway, yeah. Cage looked at me with real hate in his eyes when I did that. <laughs> that there was real malicious intent in this man's face, and I was a little scared that this I man really couldn't have just taken any of the last six games because I forgot Cage. Because I forgot and I wanted to go with the Giants. That's uh, that's why it happened, Cage. I just I, I like the Giants this week. I'm sorry, Cage, for liking the Giants this week. My my bad. You know what? My bad, guys. Don't like the Giants this week because Cage is going to get mad at you. Anyway. Can you talk about the Patriots? Yeah. Can I talk about the Patriots or are you going to yell at me? Well, they beat, they lost to the Giants in the Super Bowl twice. So Like a decade ago. I'm, I'm over it. Uh, <laughs> we, we've won three times since. I'm good. Uh, 3-0 Patriots at the 3-0 Bills. A Bills team that hasn't looked awful. They didn't look great last week when the Bengals came into town. But the thing I'm most excited about this game, number one, what color dildo is getting thrown on the field this week? You know, there's actually sports bets for how, like, if there will be a dildo there thrown will be. at the field. They, they, I think the last three times the Patriots have gone to Buffalo, a dildo has been thrown onto the field. It's not going to stop here. Well, my only question is, where are they keeping these dildos? Well, all right, question. Does security check for dildos? See, I think yes, but security's already checking, like, the NFL bag policy is insane. You, you, you dildo, oh, yeah, you have yeah, to have yeah. a clear bag. Like, these dildos must be in people's pants or something. Oh, and, definitely. Like, you, you, they're, they're sticking it on their crotch or something, and, like... Or do you think, like, Bills fans are so educated where they, like, hum the dildos to other Bills fans into the stadium? I, I don't think that would work. I mean, maybe it would. Because, I mean, you look at catwalks going up, maybe. I mean, I'm not here to... I think Bills Mafia will get creative how they have to, and there will be a dildo on that field no matter what happens. I would I would take... I mean, we're, we're sports betting fans. I would take take the over no you you, you, you I, I would just lock take, it up yeah, yeah i would lock it i would lock the I, I, fact I would lock that there will be a dildo on this field i feel more comfortable there will be a dildo than i i think the patriots will win and i do think the patriots will win this game they're on the road against a a, a good bills team has looked decent on offense and on defense but at the end of the day this patriots team is a real juggernaut i get they're banged up edelman is questionable this week uh so we're, we're going to be rolling with that brady pops up with the injury report every week but i i'm not putting too much stock into that I, I, I do think it'll be interesting just from the standpoint of what do they do with this mobile quarterback, Josh Allen, coming to town. The Patriots in the past have struggled against quarterbacks who aren't afraid to take off with the ball. So we'll have to see how they do with that. But at the end of the day, I think they'll be okay. I think that they will get the job done. I, I think so to me. I think this Bills offense still has a lot of answers they need to prove. I think oh, Josh yeah. Allen 
has struggled, but this Bills defense has been very good. good. They are and this good. Bills defense they were is good last year. a they're big reason they're 3-0. and And I'm more excited to honestly see how... I think if there's any chance the Bills win this game, I do think the Patriots can win it. I think, obviously, you know, Tom Brady being, what, 103 against the Buffalo Bills. Something insane. Is, he has more wins in Buffalo than any Buffalo than quarterback. Than any Buffalo quarterback of all time. Like, honestly, that's that's insane. So it's, The second most is, is Drew Bledsoe, who has some of those wins as a Patriot. As a Patriot. So it's it's insane, and I really think it's it's an very tough for this Bills team to break history and win yeah. uh, this game. But what I'm looking forward isn't the Patriots defense against this Bills offense because I think at the end of this day this Patriots defense it's is just, good. It's just too small. But this Bill, but not even I don't think this Bills offense is good enough to even give this Patriots defense a true test. I, I think yet. they could, but at the end of the day, I, I, Josh Allen's not a bad player. You know, their duo running backs with Gord Singletary is not bad. Their receiving core is not awful with Cole Beasley and Zay Jones and uh, John Brown has looked good for them as well, but. I, ju- I don't think that offense has enough firepower to get it done, like we were just saying. This defense, though, you know, it against is a good defense. A, you know, Patriots offensive line, their tackles have been injured. Mark Marcus Cannon, who is he, arguably, he was back last week, so. you know, are you know he's back. That is for th- now. That, but. that yeah, but that that was what I was gonna say was he's back last week, but this is now you know a week fully back. How is he going to look? Because he hasn't looked too great in, you know, the little time he's gotten. I think he looked all right last week. I think this as Patriots a whole, offensive the Patriots line, have struggled to run the ball. This Patriots offensive line is is suspect. And I think we have to start finally actually thinking that that is their weakest link. Oh, well, I said that before the season even started when, when we were talking about the Patriots. I said that you have to watch out for that offensive line. Now, with that said, Ted Karras actually looks pretty good at center for them, stepping in for Dave Andrews. Uh, Marshall Newhouse has looked decent at left tackle through I, the two games we've had him for. That'll be interesting with Isaiah win still an IR maybe can come back in a few weeks maybe not Marcus Cannon I don't think has looked awful and I'm excited that they have him back the big loss for them in the run game is James Devlin now also on IR they're not gonna be able to bring back all three of Devlin Harry and Wynn they're gonna have to only pick two of those guys and that's and assuming it, no one else has was to IR. be one of them you have to assume I mean again you right. need to know what you have and it, it was turf point. toe which turf toe usually isn't a season ender but it can linger so you never know yeah but uh losing James Devlin is tough he really is an, an all pro level fullback he helps open up the running game they do have the, the, the their German wonder Jake Jacob Johnson now uh, will be starting at fullback. He is the first player, I think, to come through the NFL's International Pathway Program, which is a really cool thing. He's from Germany. Uh, but the Patriots called him. I don't him think he's the first roster. player. Because I think he's the, the first one to at least play in the NFL. Well, the Panthers have that guy. I, I watched All or Nothing last year, and the okay. Panthers have, like, some dude I, I feel stupid, and I, I can't remember. I can look it up while we talk about this Not next right. game. But I could have sworn they have some D-end who was from, like, like somewhere like in Africa – um, oh, well, obviously there are international players in the NFL. But I thought it was from the program. Maybe. I'm not sure. All I, know I could is, be wrong. I know I know because this program creates an additional spot on the practice squad that doesn't account against the practice squad. The Patriots actually elected not to use that for Jacob Johnson during but roster But why time. not? Because, the re- because you can't call that player up to your active roster during the season. Oh, is that why? Because I wondered that, and I was like, that's stupid. They're literally being given an extra player. But, see, you can do it if you don't expect them to ever be on your active roster. They did not because, which must, which I think shows that they liked what they saw from him so much in the training camp mm-hmm. that they wanted to keep the possibility of him being in the active roster. But in, here he is now. Uh, time to get Sony Michelle going. I don't blame his struggles totally on him. There are some times where the runs just aren't there. But there are other times where maybe you'd like to see more out of Sony. So I do think 
I wouldn't put too much judgment this week just because the Bills are t- stout against the run. But at the end of yeah. the day, I do think the Patriots offense will get it done. The defense is just going to be smothering again, and I think we'll see a Patriots win. Yeah, I think the, very similar to this next game as well. Uh, we have the Buccaneers going into the Rams, and uh, you know I think this is a game where, like you said, I think this is the, a Rams game to lose. The, the Rams are the better team here. By a lot. By a lot. It's the Buccaneers, I'm still questioning that play-calling decision to take a delay of game because still. kicking a lo- longer field yeah. goal... Apparently, when they had timeouts. Yeah, it, it's they had just timeouts. Bruce, this Bruce Arians project Bruce in Tampa Arians Bay. Weird. It's it's very weird because he's such a good coach, but this just seems like such yeah, a yeah. But maybe not. Like maybe he's just really old and kind of losing it. I don't know. Maybe or just maybe this isn't the team he thought he signed up for. Like maybe, well, this Tampa Bay team is not great. I mean, they have at least you know Mike Evans and Chris Godwin at receiver, OJ Howard, who they apparently don't know is on the team. I think. Uh, I think if somebody reminds them that they have OJ Howard at tight end, they might throw to him a little bit. You know, he might get involved. Is he, he's like 6'8", too. He's like a he's huge a great human player. being. Yeah, he's he, not using him. They use him to block. He plays to block. Yeah, it, they, it? they play like our high school football team. Yeah, the tight end right, is just yeah. basically an extra tackle. Yeah, right. It doesn't make it, sense because he can really catch the ball. He's a good player. First round pick. This, the, But Mike Evans is a big thing. I'm looking at this game right now where I think if the Rams are like could lose, it, Mike Evans is going to have to put the team on his back. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... Like earlier when we talked about with Julio, Mike Evans is a, a huge guy. Oh, yeah. He, he is a, a good player. And this Rams secondary has not looked great. Eric Weddle's looked all right. No. Ro, uh, Roby, Nickel, Coleman hasn't been bad. Akeem Tlaib and, you know, Marcus, Marcus Peters. Peters. Right. They're not bad players. None of them are. But, but this year, it as looks a like, unit, they haven't looked As a good. unit, they look like they're going thrown off. I mean, when the Browns went up tempo against them on Sunday night, they were that's how the Browns were moving. Right, right. Was they were just they were able to find holes in this defense and throw it to them. Right. And I think Mike Evans is the player to be able to do that. He can just outman Aqib Talib and Marcus Peters. I think when it comes down to it, but again, I don't trust reason, Winston enough. Personally. I don't, and I don't trust his offensive line against Aaron Donald. I, this Aaron Donald yeah. is just a beast. He's insane. Yes. And you know, with it being at home, Jared Goff has proven to be a completely different quarterback oh, yeah. at home. I'm pretty sure him and McVay have like more than twice the amount of 30 plus point games at home than they do away. Yeah, I, the no, Rams yeah, at home are sense. a different monster. Right. They're just playing so much better. And I don't think this Buccaneers team, I just, I don't think the Bucks. Have have the defensive firepower to stop what the Rams want to do on offense. And on the other side of the ball, I, I I don't think they have. I don't trust Jameis Winston to beat this Rams defense. I don't. I the Rams defense can throw enough different looks at you between mixing up man coverage and zone coverage. Sometimes even doing both in the same play. I don't trust Jameis Winston enough to be able to read that and make the right choices. Uh, we haven't seen them really establish a running game. Sometimes it's Peyton Barber, sometimes it's Ronald Jones. I don't trust either of them. And for that reason, I think the Rams are going to win and they should win big. Yeah, now, question. Now, you said you don't trust Jameis Winston. Do you trust Kyler Murray at home against the Seahawks? Yes. Though? You do? I do. Why? I think this is different because I, I don't think the Seahawks defense is very good at all. They have Bobby Wagner and Jadavion Clowney. Mm-hmm. And even saying they have Jadavion Clowney might even be a stretch. He hasn't looked fantastic for them, but just in general, this Seahawks team, they're at 2-1, they're but I, I don't really trust them. I, I don't think that's a very good 2-1. No, I agree. I mean, they're two wins we saw against, against the Bengals and Steelers. That yeah. those are, they're 2 wins. If they could keep playing the AFC North, maybe it would be okay. But All right, I think they'll lose to the Browns and Ravens. No, I, I agree with much. that, too. Yeah, they played the two worst teams in the AFC North. Yeah, they, they played two of the worst teams in the AFC North, both of which, don't forget, they were they were they they lost... By, to the or they beat the Bengals by one point. Yeah, and they and only they beat, beat the Steelers, the Steelers by, by yeah. one or two. Yeah, something like that. I mean, this is another team again where, like the Texans, 
they could be sitting at 0-3 by bearing certain circumstances. Right. And I think they are better than the Steelers and, and Bengals. And they should be better than the Cardinals, too. And they should be. I like Russell Wilson. I really like Tyler Lockett. Uh, Chris Carson is a nice running back. He hasn't been playing that well, though. Chris Carson yeah. played terrible last week, yeah. which is a big part in why they lost. Right, and I think right. that it's really being shown that Russell Wilson is able to play the best when Chris Carson can dictate a lot of the pacing right. of this game. Because you saw Tyler Lockett is good. You know, DK Metcalf has his streaks. Yeah, yeah. He'll get that one good, streak down the field. He's good running like, on his streaks. He is really great running And eventually running he will streaks. add to that route tree, I think. Oh, I'm sure eventually. But for right now, he he is making those good 20-yard right. streak catches that help move the ball, right. you know, when they need to. But besides that, Russell Wilson isn't able to do it on his own, and I think that's a big problem, as well as this Seahawks secondary has been a big story. This whole Seahawks defense, yeah. aside from, you know, Bobby Wagner... Malik Jackson hasn't played great. Oh, yeah. No, so, awful, and, and Kyler Murray has been shown when he has he time in the po- pocket. He needs a clean pocket. He needs a clean But he is able to just throw dimes. Right. And I think with it being at home, I think if he is able to kind of give himself time, he can win this game. And I said this last week against the Panthers. And, you know, they the, the defense, unfortunately, for the Cardinals wasn't able to keep up. And I think that could be a big reason they lose this yeah. week, too, is while the Seahawks defense hasn't been great, the Cardinals defense is even worse. Yeah. <laughs> but we have seen the Cardinals defense show spotlights and be able to hold the Lamar Jackson to play. Right, right, right. So I don't know what we're going to see out of either of these This game teams. is weird. Uh, so I personally am picking the Cardinals to win this game. They're at home. With that said, I think the Seahawks are definitely the better team yeah but i'm still gonna go with the cardinals just i have a weird feeling they're gonna pull it out this week yeah i i think and you know i'm really hesitant to pick the cardinals because i was so confident they could beat kyle allen last week right and then they lost by like 18 or something stupid it's i'm i'm so hesitant to but i just feel like this cardinals team deserves a win by now yeah as much as i you know hingle mccringleberry over there coaching this team up is doing his best and you know he is a wacky coach I feel like this Cardinals team has played good enough to at least deserve a win. No, right. They they ha- they don't look like a winless team. I don't know if it's against the Seahawks. I don't know if it's against the Seahawks, so it's really tough. Th- they'll have other chances for sure. Yeah, they No, they will. And the they, Seahawks they'll get play, to play the Bengals. Don't division worry. leader. Or, sorry, division opponents well, not yeah. the leaders. They play in their division very well. I, I'll go with a disagreement here. I'm going to go with the Seahawks just because I think Russell Wilson No, I Wilson think the are the better team. Like I said, I just, for whatever reason, I feel like the Cardinals are going to do it this week. Yeah, I don't know who's the better team in this next game, though. I really don't. I, yeah, this, this, this is a weird one. Uh, I, th- I do think the Vikings are better here. The 2-1 Vikings at the 2-1 Bears. I think the Vikings are better. With that said, I'm not sure about picking them just because Kirk Cousins is a totally different quarterback against a, any semblance of a good team. He goes into a shell. He just doesn't know what he's doing. They're on the road against a very good defense. And I don't know how much... I'm, I'm going to still pick the Vikings to win this game. I think it'll be very ugly, very low scoring. The Vikings have done well when they can run the ball with Dalvin Cook, which I don't know. I don't think they'll be able to do it this week against a really, 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 really good Bears front seven. I think the best front seven in the entire league. Uh... They're not awful in the secondary, obviously. We, we You don't need to talk about this Bears defense, I don't think. We know how good they are. We it's also the offense. Need, you, you need, really I think, struggle on offense. And I think they're, they're going to have trouble running the ball. And that's why I think the Vikings are going to win this game. And I think it might even be like a 13-6 game. Like a, a real snooze fest. But uh, the Vikings have the weapons offensively. I think Kirk Cousins can make enough plays to win this game. 
uh, on the road against. I know it's at home, and Trubisky should play better at home, but I don't have a lot of trust in him. See, it's funny. You you say Kirk Cousins and whatnot. This, but to, it's Dalvin Cook's team. It's not Kirk Cousins' team. Oh I yeah, think it's, right. It's Dalvin Cook's team to make the but plays. I I think and that it it does go back to the quarterback position at the end of the day. It all go, but Kirk Cousins never makes those plays unless if Dalvin Cook is playing right. well. And I don't I, think he will this week. Though. I, I I think this is gonna be a big test for my Dalvin Cook for MVP debate. Yeah. That, well, true. This if, is it. If he no, can put seriously. up real nice numbers this week, then yeah, then you really do have to look at him if, as, as one of the league's best running if, backs. If he Maybe can, one of those players. If he can put up the crazy numbers against, like what you said, what is arguably the best front seven in the league, it, 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 that is when you start to talk about how great Dalvin Cook is. And you're seeing it. I've seen a lot of Twitter like uh, posts by reporters from Minnesota and whatnot who say that this Vikings team, they all think Dalvin Cook is legit. And they're like, oh, they, they're he, giving him... He is legit. No, he's a very No, good he is, player. but I, I think that this could help dictate them. I think the Vikings defense is good enough to stop Mitch Trubisky. Everyone is going to be riding high on Trubisky this week. Oh, yeah. Because he played well against, the, against Washington. Yeah, and you should not a good choice. Trubisky is Trubisky. The Vikings defense is not the same Vikings defense we, we thought they would be this year. They, they haven't, you know, whether it's banged up, guys getting older, and stuff like that. But they're good enough to hold Trubisky to being Trubisky. Yeah, and that's why I think I agree with you. I think the Vikings are also going to win this game. I'm excited to see how Dalvin Cook plays, but I'm going to give it to the Vikings on this one. Bears, like a 2-2 two and two isn't bad start if they do fall. The other team falls to 2-2. Two and two. But then you look at it is the NFC North, and 2-2 two and two is kind of tough when you have the Packers are 3-1. The The Lions could be 3-0-1 oh or 2-1-1. Right, either way. So either way, the Lions are guaranteed to be sec- uh, to be second or third in the division. Yeah. Whoever loses this game is going to be in last in the division. Right. And while sitting at 2-2 two and two in last isn't a bad thing, this kind of goes to show how strong and tough this division is. No, I agree with that. Unlike... The AFC West. <laughs> Here we where, go. And the AFC South, for that matter. Yeah, and the AFC South. You're right. Unlike this next two divisions, the Jaguars are going to the Broncos. We talked about this a little bit earlier in the right. show, at the top of the show, when we were mentioning our roundtable with Gardner Minshew. Our boy is going to Mile High, or... I don't think it's called Mile High Stadium anymore. Isn't it's, it called, it's, like... No, it, it's, it's Sports, Sports Authority, Authority Field at Mile High. I'm sorry. Gardner Minshew is going to Sports Authority at Mile High to play the 0-3 Broncos, the sackless, the interceptionless. Sackless is, is is a real, real, just devastating term to call a defense, by the way. It is, especially defense with Von Miller and Bradley Chubb on it. Yeah. This team was... Chubb is sackless. Think Chubb... about that, people. Chubb sackless. Yeah. Chubb is... is Tough place. Real tough scene. It is... They are not making out like Sam Donald, I'll tell you that. They are... No, no. Nobody in... Nobody in Denver is... Has any threat of getting mono. Because it is a tough scene. Joe Flacco... Battle of the mustaches. Does Joe Flacco still have that mustache? Ooh, I don't know if he does. Because if he does, that will be. That is a a storyline. This is the storyline. If this is, can we just officially say this is the battle of the mustaches? Yes, I'm not checking. I'm not checking that Joe Flacco has a mustache because I'm really afraid he might not. But But I'm gonna go with. Yeah, but here's the thing. Joe Flacco is at his peak. Joe Flacco when he has the mustache. Also, I think the mustache is peak Denver. I I think that makes sense. I agree. Like like the mountain air is good for the. So I I think we can we can title this game "Battle of the Mustache." Yes, regardless, I'm not doing any research. If we're wrong, don't tell us. Yeah, this is Battle of the Mustache. In fact, I don't think I'll watch the game just in case I am wrong. No, I'm not watching this because if I'm wrong, I'm gonna feel really stupid. So I'm just gonna call this Battle of the Mustaches and believe in Gardner Minshew. 
Leonard Fournette is officially kind of on my stinker list. Yeah, he's really stinker list. list. What? What, what, what are we doing here with stinker He's list? on my stinker list, dude. Same with the, don't, the don't, Tennessee don't Titans. Don't have a stinker list. The don't J, have a stinker so, list. Jay Gruen, the Tennessee Gruen, Titans, oh, and... Cage, this is tough. And Joe Flacco are all on... Like, I don't like any of those things either, but I'm not going to call it a stinker list. I'm just going to say I don't like them. They're on my stinker list. I don't like they that. They stink, dude. Please, someone let Cage know a stinker list is just a not cool thing to have. Leonard Fournette is on there, too. He is just... And I think he'll do for a nice change of scenery. I think he really is going to change teams next year. This is he'll, just seems like a breakup. To. Yeah. I do. This is. I don't know. Like I love Gardner Minshew. This and the is a bias me wants me to go. I say the Jaguars can get it done, especially after a nice win against Tennessee last week. Really, this defense is playing well. Uh, to my understanding, Jalen Ramsey isn't playing right because he's he, questionable. No, I, don't I think, think his his to. wife all of a sudden gave birth yeah, after no, yeah, he yeah, had yeah, the flu. Right, yeah, he had the flu. Then he had back injury. Then he flew to Nashville. Which that flu is bullshit. Well, by yeah. the way, if you listen to the Doug Marone interview with that, yeah. he didn't even understand he had the flu. This is just a whole mess. No, well, he doesn't want to play. He's he's, he's been very vocal. He does not want to play for this team. Yeah, he he has said the other day he's still waiting to be traded. He, he even though the Jags are in a spot where they do not want to, but trade then him, he still wants to be. But traded. then he brings up and he's like, I don't know what talks or trades. You know what I. I mean, it's interesting. It's a I mess. think it's what it is. this Denver team, it is at home. Are you really going to go? They're better at home. Four? And I think that it's a real, especially for a rookie like Minshew, it's tough to go on the road to Denver. And I get the Jaguars are a better team, but it, with these circumstances, especially like, are the are the Broncos going to go 0 3? Like, they're not a very good team, so they could very easily go 0 4. But I just think that they are going to win this game. They're at home. They need a win somehow, and I think this is going to be it. Yeah, I think this is definitely going to be it. I mean, you know, Emmanuel Sanders say it, said it last week. Yeah. His team is filled with suck. Yeah, although he might, he's another guy I think could be traded before the, before the deadline this year. I definitely think he can, especially because it seems like he's dis, he's, thro- he's grown. Yeah, he seems like he's done. I mean, he was there with, during the Peyton Manning days when they were putting up 35 points a game. He doesn't want to be here for this. No, he doesn't. Who And who would? And, and it's that's why it's so tough to pick this team because, well, you know, going into mile high. I feel like two teams that don't really, like, feel like it. They don't. It does seem like either. You have team guys on each team who care. I'm not saying these teams don't care, but like you just have th- 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 these are two teams that I mean the Jaguars could still be relevant because they play in a bad division or whatever. But ugh, I don't know. And, and, and one of the big things too with the Broncos is Vic Fangio. You were brought here not to be an offensive team. Right. Right. That's right. the thing is you know we're not even some of the shade isn't even going to Joe Flacco and all because we didn't expect this who offense has to bad. be Joe good. Flacco is not no, but good. we didn't expect this offense to be the team. This defense this has been be terrible. And they just, yeah. Absolutely terrible. There's no excuse for them having no sacks. There's no there, excuse for Or them. no interceptions. Right. There's they, there's no excuse. They have Chris they, Harris yeah, Jr. They, and Bradley Roby. They still have good players this on defense. This team, there is no excuse for this team to not be getting takeaways and not be forcing those big plays. Right, right. And I think if they want to at all be shutting up any of this media, they need to do it against the Jaguars. If they don't have at least a sack or at least an interception, at least both in this game against a rookie quarterback in Gardner Minshew and against a suspect Jacksonville offense, this this Broncos team is going to be in for a long and rough hmm. season. Yeah. Now, I think they are anyway. Yeah, I think they are, but I think a loss to Jacksonville in Denver is going to set the tone for an yeah. even worse season. No, I agree with that. I'd like to get into some better games. Finally. A better game. Yeah. I don't want to you know go all the way to Monday night just yet. Talk to me about this good game, Tyler, because I'm excited about Here this. Here we Sunday are. We're the 3-0 Cowboys at the 2-1 Saints. Obviously, this isn't the matchup people thought was going to be the beginning of the season. We don't have Drew Brees for the Saints. But at the same time, we, we, we talked a lot about it earlier. Uh, 
Bridgewater still is keeping this team alive. He hasn't looked very bad. This is a well-coached team. This is a still a, a pretty talented Saints team. You know, the defense has been up and down. Uh, they still have Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. Like, this team can still play. But uh, I do think the Cowboys look like a real contender. I think the Cowboys look like possibly the best team in the entire NFC. And that's no offense to the Rams, who won the conference last year. But Dak Prescott looks really good in this new offense now. You can still make the argument, who have they played? The answer is nobody. They played Eli Manning's Giants. They played Washington. They played Miami. You know what I mean? Like, So we are at a point where this is the first decent team that they've played. They're going into New Orleans, which is a tough place to play. But the Cowboys won in New Orleans last year. No, well, they why did. can't they do it again? And, and that was actually, you, you took it right out of me. This is exactly what I was going to say. This not even just that. The Cowboys I, defense is for real as if, well. If you don't remember, the Cowboys won dominantly in New Orleans. The Cowboys I think won the score so was close, but it was just like the Saints never looked like that. It was like chance. a 13-3 score yeah. or something like that. I, I do believe this. The, the, the that was the first nothing. game where really made you, that was the first game where you had to look at Drew Brees and were like, what's going on? Yeah, that and that was what started that whole decline over there right. in New Orleans, yeah. that later half I, of the season. Absolutely. And, and that's why I'm, I'm confidently picking the Cowboys. No, me this. too. I I am also confident. I think, you know, with Drew Brees, if he was playing, it might be a little bit different. And who knows? Maybe Teddy Bridgewater three weeks now in. And as, as confident as I am, I still think it's going to be a decent game and a closer oh, game. I'm, I'm not saying like one, one score, but I could maybe only a 10 point game. Or I'm something. excited for this game. No, this I think is going to be a fun as hell game. game. But yeah. I think the Cowboys are definitely the better team, and I think they're going to show it. I, th- I think the Cowboys are really going to make people turn their heads and be like, this team could 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 threaten for a Super Bowl. The Cowboys are going to make them... Uh, the Cowboys are going to play so well, they're going to make the Patriots-Cowboys game be a sun, a primetime game. Because I don't think it I think, is yet. I think it's 4.30. Oh, is it? Never mind then. Forget I said that. I uh, thought yeah, it was 1 p.m. I, don't think that, I, don't think I could have been wrong. I looked at it earlier today, and I thought I saw it was a 1 p.m. or yesterday, and I was like, oh, that's going to get if, changed. If it is, I mean, regardless. If it's 4, it's are. justified at 4. The Cowboys are always primetime anyway, even when they're bad. True, but this Cowboys team is is really fun to watch and yeah. exciting, and I'm excited to see them in a Sunday night game now against a good team because I, I think this could legitimately be a Super Bowl team. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I'm like, excited I, to see them play the Rams, to I, be honest. This, I think that is going to be... Now, do, do they play each other this year in the regular season? Or? They should. They're both playing one... Uh, oh, because that's right, because they both won their division. Yeah, they're right. both yeah. playing division winner right. schedule. I think I think that could be a preview of the NFC Championship game, which is a big difference than my Eagles-Falcons prediction at the beginning of the year. I still think the Eagles are a good team, but uh, the Falcons I, I'm ready to give up on. Uh, yeah, uh, Falcons, I'm um, ready to kind of, this is, I think they'll go two and two, like we said last week, or I think I even brought up in my article on Monday, is the Falcons have a very fortunate schedule coming yes. up. They play like, it's like Titans, they need this. They need this. then they go from Titans to, uh, I, I want to say it's another really bad team. Yeah. It's like Titans to Panthers, or they play a slew of bad games, then they right. play Washington in there, something, bad games all around, Arizona, uh... So, I, you know, the Falcons writing off. Eagles, not so much. Cowboys and Saints both could still be in the NFC Championship game. I mean, again, you can't stress this enough. It's week four. No, it's it's very it's early. It's so early in this season to be saying who we'll see. Because, yeah, right. you know, we could see the Cowboys lose six straight. Right, right, right. Look at the Panthers. The yeah, Panthers right. started six and two. Although they never looked very good. And they, the it was a different scenario. But, again, we see this happen. And I'm not saying I think the Cowboys are fakers. I just said I think they're going to no, be right. in it. Yeah, no, right, right. But, still, but it, no, it, I agree with you. You can't You can't be like, this is the Super Bowl. Right? Yeah, it's tough to dictate teams right now. I do think the Cowboys have what it takes to kind of win this game, I think, even though it's in New Orleans. And honestly, this will be a big win for multiple reasons because they're getting an away win 
in New Orleans on primetime if they can win this, which is huge for their scheduling in the fortune. Like, if they can win this game, which should be a loss, or you would expect at the beginning of the season, this is great for them because this is an away game. They're right. getting this out of the books. At the same time, this would be a really big win for the Saints to deal with a division winner coming to town. You, you're start, still starting your backup quarterback. This would be a big win for them. I don't think they're going to get it, and I think they'll still be okay without getting it. But. Oh, I think they'll still be fine, but if the Saints can win this game, this will be huge. For yeah. their for their confidence, right. for the fan base, and for this organization to win against this good Cowboys team right. and put themselves at 3-1. and one But again, backups. I don't think they will. No, I agree too. I don't know who's winning this last game. Oh, I, I don't really care who wins it either. I don't either. Yeah, uh, this game is I, rough. I think this is a very rough game. It's, 0-3 Bengals at the 0-3. I, I'm going to say it. When they were 0-0... And this was a Monday night game. This was a rough game. Like, honestly. Eh, no, coming into the year, it was going to be interesting. Just No, it wasn't going to be a good game, but it, you were like, at least the Steelers are a good team. Yeah, true. You expect. But now like, it's like, I don't. Now it's it's like. I, I, I mean, Mason Rudolph, this is a game where he really. And I, th- I think the Steelers are going to win this game, by the way. I, I don't know. It could be tough. It, it really could. I think Andy Dalton has at least, you know, we joke about primetime Dalton. But at the very least, he's played primetime games. He's done like Mason Rudolph. Right, no, seriously, right. he's done it before. Right. At the very least, he has done it before, so that's going to be very tough. I mean, this Steelers team now looks to be... It looks like it's one of the youngest teams out there. Yeah. Right. Honestly. Which isn't a bad thing. No, which but isn't it, a bad yeah. thing, but when you get to these kind of games... It's like, tough. It's tough. It is a tough atmosphere, and with it being at home, could help. I guess the Bengals team that at least has like, played together, like, they... This is their quarterback they planned for. Like this You know, John not... Mixon has been in this team for a while. You know, they have... Tyler Boyd has been there for a couple of years. Car- their defense has Ross. these veterans... It's. I think this is a game that the Bengals could squeak out a win by. No, I could. Yeah. I'm. Oh, yeah. They absolutely. And could. I'm not off to say this is a they Steelers beat the Bills win. Last week. No, yeah. I, I really don't think this is a Steelers gonna win this game. No, I'm gonna go with the Steelers just because I think Mason Rudolph isn't playing. I mean, not that the 49ers defense is great, but they've at least played kind of well recently. Whereas the, this this Bengals defense is worse than that 49ers defense. He's back at home where we did see him play pretty well against the Seahawks at home when he had to step up for Big Ben, and. I think the Steelers' de- offense and defense, both, I think they have some talent at least that they can draw upon. They have J- uh, that James Conner. They have Juju. On, on defense, they have Cam Hayward. You know, they, they have TJ Watt. They have playmakers where I think at home they are going to get this win. Uh, I, I think I'm going to go I'm gonna go with the Bengals just for continuity. No, yeah, just I get to that. stick off with you because I think this is such a close game. No, I'll no, take I, the yeah, other side of it with this because at the end of the day, to be honest, they're both in the AFC North, so I root for them to lose every week anyway. So when they right. both play each other, it doesn't really matter. A tie would be wonderful. Yeah, there, Please, there give me a tie. <laughs> but no, I, I mean, I think the Bengals can really win this game. I think if Joe Mixon can finally get what he had last year going against this team, which, which they he, could. Yeah, could. Um, I think, you know, we look for Zach Taylor has given Andy Dalton some good plays right, to right. go by. Their offensive line on the Bengals has been abysmal, but yeah, so is the Steelers. Good, which is surprising. The yeah, offense which has been surprising. So I, it's not really like any team has a slight edge at that point. Uh, we look for both, again, these defenses have some good players. Carlos Dunlap, Geno Atkins, obviously good players. They could they could make noise on that defense for right. the Bengals, and I, I could see them getting away with an ugly win on this one. No, yeah, no, I, yeah, I agree with that. Now, we we well, 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 wait, you know, we've got Michael's cooking, but... right. I smell, I smell a couple more cookies. I smell more. And, you know, before we get into the cookies... We should do a quick recap. We've we've 
battled through adversity in this episode, Tyler. Yes. We have battled. Michael technical has difficulties, technical difficulties, troubles. Michael you has. woke up late. I woke up late. You know, I was, I was late getting here. Almost fired off the show for my terrible intro. But yeah, true. At the end of the I'm day, still, Tyler, still we can sit down together. We can get a plate of cookies and enjoy some nice desserts, yeah. right? I think we can. No, I think we can. Day, I think we can. No matter how, let's just eat some cookies. Right. And We'll preface, Michael did say, I believe he said he thinks Phil Rivers is putting up 300 yards. And three touchdowns. Do you think Michael... With at least one to I think Michael's out. tanking for pee-pee-poo-poo, doo-doo-ass, 69. Doo-doo-ass, Bengals jersey. Uh, well, I mean, honestly, I, I, I like think that's just hefty... because. No, I don't think that, I don't think that that's hefty at all against the Dolphins. I, I suppose you're the right. The only thing is it has to happen in the first half because there's a good chance they're going to run the ball the whole second. That's half. well, that's what I'm saying though. Like that's no, right. right. I or Phil Rivers gets benched if it's right. a high enough score. Right. It's 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 going to be tough. I think he'll get there though. Good happen. I mean, Michael needs to sin at negative two right now in the yeah, season. Yeah, Michael really... two after his, his his Carlos Hyde cookie burnt up. He, uh, I thought that cookie had potential too. Ten carries, nineteen yards. He did have a touchdown, but not enough to save the day. What, what's your cookie for this week? My cookie for this week, oh man, you know what? I've, I've been thinking it on the way here, and I did have one earlier, and now i got to think of it right now again. And while I, Oh, it was Kenny Galladay. Oh, Kenny okay. Galladay of the Detroit Lions. I'm starting him in two of my fantasy lineups this week. Against, I like that. Against the Chiefs defense. I think that because it's going to be a high-scoring game, the Lions are going to have to throw the ball a lot. I like on Johnson, but he has had a tough uh, He has had a tough start to the season. He's only averaging anything like about two and a half yards per carry. But uh, the Lions are going to have to throw the ball a lot to stay in this game against the Chiefs, who can obviously, we know, can put up points and bunches. And I think against a secondary that has struggled, which we knew they were going to struggle coming into the season, no surprise or anything. But I think Candy Galladay is going to have a really nice game. I think we're seeing, I mean, at least one touch. It's either going to be, we're going to see him in, in in about one touchdown with at least 100, 120 yards, 125 yards, or maybe close to 100 yards with two touchdowns, something like that. Yeah, I think... It's going to be interesting. I like that pick because I agree exactly with what you kind of said at the end. The Chiefs, one of their weakest parts is their secondary. I mean, defense um, in general, but especially yeah, the secondary. Yeah, the secondary. Especially the secondary. I mean, Tyron Mateo, he's, he's he a hasn't nice played bad. He hasn't been playing he's bad. He's more of a slot corner but anyway. Yeah, so I, I really look to see. I think Kenny Galladay, especially being that big-bodied person he right. is, can out he had, a, he had a tough week last week when they beat the Eagles, and I think he's going to bounce back. Yeah, I could see Kenny Galladay doing very well. I, I think he, he uh, I like those cookies. Thank you. A nice, Thank yeah, you. Nice, yeah, especially against the Chiefs. Yeah, right? Good on you. You're going to have to throw the ball out against the Chiefs. I'm, uh, I'm also, my cookies are up against the big Titan themselves as well. Uh, I think, you know, up the in... The Titans are just a Titan of the league. A Titan of the league, actually, uh, up in western New York. I'm, I'm picking the Bills' defense. Okay. I think the Patriots are still going to win this game. Yep. But I think people are out here thinking that this Pat's defense, this Pat's offense. I'm sitting at work, restaurant. I hear people nonstop. Patriots are putting up another 35 plus 40 against this. Yeah, I don't they're know. They're not about doing that. that. On they the road, are not. I, they've struggled to run the ball already. And again, yeah, I, and I'm not. Especially if, if Edmund's banged up or if he even doesn't play. Yeah, and I'd like to put out if the Bills can win, that, that's an in, instant perfect cookie. I'm not saying this Bills defense can force a win, but I think this Bills defense can keep the Patriots to be under 24 points. Okay. I think they'll be under I 24 like points, okay. and I think they can keep this Patriots defense to under or offense to under 350 total yards, total rushing and passing. You're giving some very very specific numbers. I would have just accepted that you know Bills defense plays well, has a few turnovers, which is interesting because the Patriots. I don't think Brady has, has an interception this year. 
I could uh, see him throwing his first interception this week. I could as well. And, you know, like, I don't want to get too specific with those things. I'm just kind of saying, like, I, know, I think I, I know they, because I, I, think I do point think, total is good. Because I think at the end of the day, I do think the Patriots should win this game. Right. But I like kind of with the Browns, I don't think the Bills can lose this game and their defense cannot play, can play good. I think they can still play good. Oh, well, no, I think that's what will happen. Yeah, I, 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 I honestly see the Patriots winning this game like, like, like a 21 to 13 kind of final score. No, honestly, and I think that's that's one of the biggest things because so many people out here think that this Patriots team is going to run over this Bills. The, the Bills the, are 3-0 for a this reason. This Patriots team is better on defense than they are on offense. I agree. The, and, and that's not because they have a bad offense. Their offense is still pretty good, but their defense is what is what really like this team falls back on. And Buffalo is a similar way where they have a really good defense, and it's not going to be a cakewalk. And I, I just do want to say it's insane that for a defense to play well against the Patriots, it's saying allow less than 24 points. I think that's insane. And yeah. I still like your pick for that because I think that is playing well against the Patriots is only giving up 24 points. No, that's, that's playing great. Like, if they keep the Patriots 24 points, people will talk about— And we're about... talking about the defense. Like, let's say Josh Allen throws a pick six. I don't think that should count against Oh, that doesn't—no, that doesn't because that's that is Josh Allen. Right. I'm saying the Bills' defense will— I think play well against the Patriots, and right. I think again, I think this Bills could be a playoff team. Or they, they very right. well. They, they're three and zero. They should yeah. be for all purposes. Uh, I'm looking forward no, to I this. Think they can be a wild card team, absolutely. I, I'm actually this game should be an exciting game. I no, think I'm the excited Patriots to watch win, this. Yeah, but it'll be a good game. Patriots have had some close ones in both. Even last year against a really bad Bills team, the Patriots offense it's really a, struggled. Yeah, it's a risky pick, but you know what? Being sitting no, comfortably, like a, you know, yeah, plus one. You're at plus one. I'm at minus one. Like yeah, it's it's two. it's even. I can afford for this Bills team to get roasted. I don't think they will, but. My cookies are feeling comfortable right yeah. now. I can go for a risky pick. No, I feel that. I feel yeah. that. Now, if you, I might even, you know what? I'm still not deciding on what jersey we'll end up getting for you uh, <laughs> if you lose. It might even be a Lamar Jackson jersey. Who oh, knows? my God. If I have to wear a Lamar Jackson jersey, I can't lose. I, if that's the case, I, I'll I take safe Lamar bets. Jackson, I don't want to wear a Lamar Jackson jersey I, I every Sunday. Are you kidding yeah. me? Oh, my gosh. It's. I think like we should wrap up the show, no, though. I agree. It's been a lot of fun. We uh we held down the fort, Tyler. I think we, we did, did job. Yeah. We did a great job. This, this yeah, I think fun. I think we should have a serious business meeting about firing our third co-host who left us. No, you are the one I think should be fired. Like maybe Michael, like down the line, I I think about that if his performance slips. But no, you are the one on the hot seat, and don't try to change that. Okay, well if that's the case, I guess I'll go now before I really. Do well, get I mean, fired. do we want to do our, our last minute plugs or? Uh, well, yeah, I guess we can end the show. Uh, thanks for watching again. This and episode's the first and ten. They listen, they don't watch. What well, are they watching? We watch ourselves. In we the did way. watch ourselves. I'm Thanking ourselves for watching. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. Yes. You cut me, Tyler. Okay. You cu- I had a reason I was. Going I don't think so. I think I, I think it's on the fly. No, it was on the fly. All right. Thanks. Thank you for listening. We'll be here next week. Tyler, anything you want to say? Follow us on First and Ten Pod on Twitter, FirstAndTenSports.com for our website, and First and Symbol Number Ten for every podcast available platform. Spotify, Stitcher, everything, man. Apple, check us out. Check out our articles. We're throwing bangers out please, your way. You no, know, yeah. Please keep looking at uh, whether it's Twitter or our website. We we are really advertising uh, the, 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 these pieces we're coming out with. We'll be starting with weekly kind of pickums as well, which we will also be doing, uh, keeping track for for there to be losers and punishments for more media and content. So check that out as well. I don't know if you. I don't think you're doing the pickum things with us, are you? Or are I, you? I have. I didn't get my picks in this. Week. Oh, you know, I don't know if we're doing it this week. Right. We might be starting it next week. No, yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, but no, yeah, definitely. We'll see you guys next. We week. We want to hear from you guys, so please. Please, feedback. Let us know. Yeah, tell us. Definitely. We love you guys. Tell, for real. tell us if you really want me off the show or not. Don't, or else I'll be off Do the tell show. us that you want him off the show, and we need the end. I'm going to get going. Roll the music. Tyler, I'm not letting you say go pads again. Go.